What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Hello. How are you? I'm well. Your head is so soft. Thank you. Got you got a soft head? Yeah. What, do you condition? Hems, man. Do you condition? No, it's the Hymns uh, shampoo. I've been using that yeah. since we got that sponsorship. It yeah. smells good. Oh, we're brought to you by Hymns. We'll tell you about that later. I don't think you did that on purpose. Are we really? Thank you. Oh, yeah. today? Oh, wow. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I didn't know Thank that. you. That's really helpful. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, just shampoo. No conditioner. All right, cool. Yeah. It's I, use, uh, I use the, the vitamin also, which is a, a biotin. Uh, what do you do uh, for the beard? I've been getting, I, I'll be honest, it's gross. And over here, of course, Baby Blues, Tim Gettys. Not too much. I have the, I've noticed now that I have the beard, it's been mm-hmm. going a while. I got a bit of the beard dandruff where I'll like rub it and then I'll look down and I'll have some flakes on me. I'm like, yeah, oh, gross. I, so I, I, I've been, I had the beard oil, but I was using it sparingly. Mm-hmm. And now I've really every morning been putting it in there. Every morning. That's yeah. bad. Well, I don't, I, I'm fucking falling apart. You shampoo it. Not, not all the time. Maybe once every, once to twice a week. You okay. condition it. What? No, you're saying no. I, I don't shampoo my beard now. Okay. I mean, I, I use my face scrub in it. I don't use. What's your face scrub? Just a normal face oh. wash yeah, that I use, or that, okay. whatever. Okay. You put. Otherwise, it's, in it starts smelling a little beefy. I hate yeah. it when you say that. It's disgusting. <laughs> I really hate that you use beefy in that terminology. Because you know it smells like gamey, like it's rotten. I know. Meat. I've never had my beard smell like I anything. Want you to in my go, knowledge. yeah. Next time you cook a steak, smell the steak. I do. Oh, before I cook it. Before you. Now, cook now it. I know what it That's smells what like. Thank beefy you. Beefy smells like. Yeah. You're saying you, you shampoo, shampoo it sometimes. You shampoo two to three times a week, depending okay. on how active you are. Condition okay. once a week, and then so beard, with just regular hair, or using beard conditioner stuff. Regular hair. Okay. Regular hair. Yeah, whatever the rate. I use uh-huh. American Crew with, for all the stuff, so okay. it's like on the nicer. And end then what do you do? Yeah, I'm sorry, you get out of the shower. You, the that's it. The beard, oh, beard, were- beard oil is special events. That's that's it. I use a uh, every now and again. I'll just use a uh, aftershave like lotion. Yeah. Uh, that I got at my barber shop, and uh, it's pretty. It just is a moisturizer, basically, like a lightweight moisturizer for the. I usually use it here, but then I'll I'll put it here mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. The thing I don't like though is I get if it's if it's too oily. I'll get clogged pores. Yeah. And then uh, it, it just, they stay clogged forever and like they'll welt up because I get weird like acne every once in a while. So mm-hmm. I don't like to go. I, 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 I use stuff on my face very sparingly. Yeah. Um, unless it's something that I know I've used for a long time. Because every once in a while, like my barber will get in there and like yeah. give me a face massage uh, yeah. and I fucking love it. But then like two days later, I'm like, Boop. I just, really? Yeah, I'll break out because oh, well. the oil's in his hands sure, and stuff sure, like sure, dug sure. in. Uh, but you can go to your barber. And, and ask them. Just super cuts, you know? Well, like, I tried. I tried having uh, a good barber. I'll, I'll tell you what lotion I use, and you can try Perfect. it if you now want. Now we're talking about Now we're talking about Well, again, I'm, I'm using the beard oil, like I said, too much probably. But I'm yeah. seeing if it'll balance it out. Will that bring me back? It should. And sure. if it does, then I just, I'll just i do that forever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's just weird putting oil in there in general. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like That's why I don't trust doing it too much. Sure. I know there's some people that swear by it, but those are the people that have beards, not sure. just fucking yeah. facial hair. Sure, sure. See, sure. mine's not that long. I want to get mine that long, but I just don't have the, the chutzpah. The wherewithal. I did a weird thing, though, when I went to Austin last week. I'd love to hear about this. I was Weird like, thing with your beard? Uh, weird thing with my hair and beard. Okay. I w- had, had not gotten a haircut because the week had been slammed, and I was like, ah, I'm really going for the comedy show, which is Friday night, but my hair looked... It was in that space mm-hmm. we were like space between looks good enough yeah but it could look better but it could look better right a haircut could ruin it haircut could ruin it but i'd like i'm two weeks in from the last haircut you know what i mean so yeah. it starts i'm like i could just give myself the poor man haircut where you cut around the ears sure and then Been maybe ha- ask the wife if she'll take yep. care of the neck mm-hmm. but then i was like wait a minute i'm going to austin where haircuts are way cheaper than they are in san francisco or so i thought i'm like i wonder if i just like on my first appointment at achievement hunters not till 11 i bet i could book like go find a barber, bring it in. Um, that would take me at like nine. It's for us too. Is it Skittles? I hope it's Skittles. Skittles. It's from the department brand marketing. 
Cool. Ooh. If you didn't know, no, I got this. So FedEx got it. Ladies and gentlemen, we've entered the best part of the year where we are now building the game. It's game release season. So mm. that means all sorts of manner of shenanigans are coming. Oh, I know so what this is. Free shit. Hold on. Make sure there's no notes or anything. It's Zone of the Enders. Oh. They knew you were a big Zone of the Enders fan. They oh, asked shit. me if you wanted Zone of the Enders stuff. Oh, my so God. They this sent box the game. alone is amazing. And they, it comes with pins. They sent you cool socks. Gonna be so yes. See, this is how you win Tim Gettys over. Give me some fucking socks that aren't oh, too thick. Oh, this is nice. They sent custom oh controllers. God. They sent custom Zone of the Enders Whoa. PlayStation 4 controllers. Uh, Konami, we'll bill you for this afterward for all this promotion. Oh. <laughs> This is great. I was like, I no, they gave it to us. Oh, not, I see what you're not doing. not brought here. to you by Zone of the Enders. Oh, look at, yeah, Zone of the Enders, second runner of Mars. There you cool. go. Nice, cool. Nice, cool. Nice. cool. I don't think we're done yet. Hold on. Oh, no, we are more. done. More socks. And then a oh, business nice. card. Oh, for a man sent us this? named Mike. Oh, thanks, thanks Mike. one for a man named Benjamin. Hey, your phone's ringing too. Benjamin. Don't trust it. Remember me. Remember. Have you seen that yet? I like my hat. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Chef, hey, the okay. chef is in. So how did the haircut go, Nick? Uh, so I booked an appointment. I just randomly yelped and found something that was like Yelp. walking distance away from my uh, my place. And I felt baller AF because before I went in for my first uh, on-camera appearance of the day yeah. at Achievement Hunter, I went in and got my beard trimmed, my haircut. But it was super expensive? or no, it was just I mean, it was less expensive than it was here, but it was a little pricey. But it was still pricey. Yeah, yeah. And I went to this uh, place called Finley's Barber, which is Was online. it run by Fit Finley? Uh, no, no. It was just a, it was a nice barber. It was like uh, for, the, for the haircut and beard trim, uh, like 50 bucks. Mm, not terrible. Yeah. Not bad at all. How much does it cost here in San Francisco? $70. If you know okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, I get that done like once every four weeks, so it's not terrible. Sure. But the real, the real up. Uh, surprisingly, he takes more time on my beard than he does on my hair, mm. for the most part. But yeah, it was nice to be able to just go in and be like, just, I mean, you know, you try someone new, you're like, don't fuck this up. But don't I know now what to say, and uh, don't fuck it up. Take care of me. What? Or do you have the numbers now? I want a two oh, on the side. I'll get a one, one on the nine. Yeah, I'll do a one, fade it into the beard, and then go short as short as I can on top. Yeah, yeah. I like it. All right, it was fun. So I do too. When'd you get your last haircut? It's been a while. I've been having a lot of weddings. So yeah. for Cisco's wedding, I was sure. like, I gotta get my haircut. I had a wedding this weekend, and I, I pulled a Nick where I was like, ah, fuck, it's too late now. Mm, I hate I, that. I didn't plan this correctly. Yeah. yeah, but it was a good time. Your shirt, by the way, that you wore at the uh, brand new shirt. Was, it was I bought that. Jesus, dude, with my wife. It's a good fucking. And I was shirt. like, I feel like Tim's gonna love this shirt. Really I actually good. bought it. There was another one that had um, hibiscus on it, mm -hmm. like it was sort of like floral, more floral than this one because this was like palm trees, palm leaves. But it just didn't fit right. Mm. They got to fit right. Yeah, I got a weird body. What? It's a, I don't dislike my body. It's just I don't have the uh, swimmer style body where the shoulders really broad. Oh, that Michael Phelps. Waist. Yeah, I have. I'm just a rectangle. Sure. Where my shoulders and my hips and my fucking feet are just all one line. Your hips do And lie. so the shirt has to fit perfectly. And I refuse to get every once in a while I'll get them tailored, but I refuse to get them tailored. I want the You're shirt to fit friend. perfectly. Every once in a while, I do that. Actually, when I lose weight or if a shirt has been stretched out, I will take it into the tailor and for 10 bucks have them bring it in a little bit just so I can get like six more months out of it. Nice. Before it just wears out. Because otherwise, you're, why not? For 10 bucks, you can extend the life, not have to buy the shirts. It's fine. It's fine. So These are nice shirts. These are nicer yeah, shirts. Yeah. Not your t shirts. No, I mean, my t shirts, I, I just, at Joe goes, you hey, wear I'm doing another order from the RT store. I'm like, get me sure. one of everything. Sure. I just sure. want sure. one of everything. Because, yeah. you know. My wife, the goes Grim Reaper, just goes. This one, yeah, gone. she goes through, and she definitely oh, has a little man. sickle, and she's just taking out dead ones. Well, I told you what we do. We have a uh, a specific number of hangers, and those are the mm. only amount of hangers we're allowed to use. That is, I didn't know that. I don't remember. This is smart. This is yeah. our. This I is our rule. Do that, nope. Yeah, you got to do it. This this way, you go. Do I really want 
this shirt anymore or do I want to put a new shirt on here? When See, you my problem shit, with, that's the jackets. The shirts, I feel like I could do it with, but the jackets, they just, there's too many of them. My jackets, the hangers are even more limited because they take up more space. I have too yeah. many special uh, condition t-shirts. I have way too many t-shirts. It's, it's outrageous and obscene. Mm-hmm. But so many of them are, oh, well, this is a shirt for this, if this specific thing happens. But then aren't those the folded in the drawer shirts? All yep. my shirts are folded. I don't hang uh, anything because then was... I get the giant neck and I have show too much skin and I oh, hate it. Beautiful. I can't have a big neck hole. You, if I'm not mistaken, you have like a whole closet full of shirts, right? I like, do. Yeah, yeah. I, I walk in. One time I had to borrow a shirt from you. I forget why. And you were like, go into the closet and pick one out. And I was like, how hard could that be? And I had decision paralysis for like an hour. I was like, I don't know which Jen one to pick. Jen hates it. I can Jen only imagine. hates the amount of t-shirts That I would have. be D's like worst nightmare. Yeah. She would be like, I got to throw all these out. It's a great point. That I mean, there's definitely, I, there's the top, I would say there's a mountain of t-shirts here. Mm-hmm. The top layer is the A team that I'm doing. I'm doing, and then when they're not there and they, they get washed, I start picking them out of the wash. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you have the B team that can pinch hit. And then there's the super special edition ones that I need it for. If it's St. Patrick's day, oh, if yeah. we're doing an XFL topic, yeah, I have these Marvel shirts I need over here. You know what I mean? Those are, but see, you're getting more into like, these are costumes for you. Sure. But there are some shirts like, I imagine you've got more than one Mizzou shirt. That's correct. And those are just fun for you to wear. Sure. Yeah. That's good. But the problem is some of those Mizzou shirts, I'm not happy with the quality of them. So now they're there and I can't mm. bring myself to part with them. There's that, that shitty brand. Like Gillian. I forgot what it's called. Gilden, Gilden or whatever. Gilden. Gilden. Yeah. Look at this Mega 64 shirt feels. This is a good t-shirt. This mm-hmm. is the kind of t-shirt you want to wear. American Apparel? I don't I imagine. Get it. I'm assuming so. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We, uh, there are two level. Same thing. They're two shirts that I love, and I don't know. I don't think we can even. I don't think that the shirt makers are around anymore. But that Thimbleweed Park shirt mm-hmm. that I have, I love, and the Hawkins mm-hmm. shirt that I used to have so was good. the softest See, material. You, you, ever. You, I don't know if ever. the T-shirt places went out of business as much as just the games. Well, <laughs> what's the, going on with yeah. the Hawkins people? What are no, the Hawkins I just, people? Like the fabric. Out? I'm just like I can't. I never really thought to look and see, but I think I've looked before, and it doesn't have the actual like, uh, yeah, like they what don't the shirt anymore. is. Sometimes they just have like the logo of the game, or they sure, don't tell you what sure. it is. So it lost forever. The problem I have with t-shirts is when I, I hang them all up and then they're, doing they're, your neck stretch. There's no, you, okay. just, you, no. you put them on the, you have to put the hanger in the right way. You put it underneath. Right you go way. through the bottom ca- carriage. Yeah. yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. God, you don't pull a okay. neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you're asking for trouble. That's how you do it. Hair half Hulk Hogan. In it. Um, but I, I do have like my more costumey shirts for lack of a better term. Those yeah. go in the drawer. Cause those I can call out when I need. Gotcha. You know? yeah. But otherwise the, my rotation shirts, the problem is, when you you wear them, but when you're like, oh, I like this shirt, the new shirt, whatever, it gets put in the front of rotation. Then you wear it, and then eventually it goes into the the laundry. And then mm-hmm. when you get it back, it goes right back in the front. So yeah. I get stuck just wearing the same shirts yeah, for like true. for a while. I got that Rocket League shirt. Guess what? I'm gonna wear that once a week Great for the next year probably until somehow enough shirts get ahead of it that I never look at it. I'm surprised. I worn this Layer Media shirt in like two years. It's been a while. It's a good looking shirt though. It's, I fucking love the shirt, but. It got stuck too far back. I'm surprised that you still love the Rocket League shirt so much because the front logo is great, but then it's the staff on the back. Yeah, I wear jackets though. Uh, That's my thing. Is like yeah, most yeah. of the time that doesn't get in the way. Yeah, and if it does, I don't care. Also, like, fun fact: you can't see your own back. That's also point. a fact. That's a great point. Doesn't I always forget about this white, the white hair over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, for I'm sure for you, defining factor about Greg Miller, the white patch the white of hair. hair. But for Greg Miller, he never knows this is not even. That's interesting. I don't think about it anymore. Yeah. yeah, I do because it's on my side. Exactly. Oh, see, I never see it. Yeah, yeah. No. It's like the dark side of the moon, but only you can see it. You know what yeah, I mean? Dude, what's what's so back special. there? Only Nobody knows. knows. No, yeah, exactly. The staff, by the way, uh, normally would be a deal breaker for me. If it oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. 
I don't love things. Do you wear this Rocket League shirt? I don't know that I ever got mine. Okay. You did. I think it came to the office, but it's I Andy don't, it never it. made it back to my... It might be in the... In a lot of ways, Andy's like there. a little bird. Yeah. You know what I mean? He sees stuff and he grabs it and then he runs it back to his nest and builds a nest out of it. Would you so, believe that Andy puts his headphones on nine out of ten times just so he, I don't talk to him? I guarantee I, t- I believe that more than anything in this entire fucking world that Andy definitely puts his headphones on. Because sometimes I say, Andy... And I look back and I see him move for a second and then realize he's got headphones on and go, I don't have to respond to Nick. Nooner or the other one? Oh, is it, oh you got the kegerator working again? No more leaks? Oh, we're finally. I'll take the IPA. Oh, you couldn't find a leak. Andy. So we're assuming it's just whatever. Yeah. Andy. Okay, great. Here we go. Did you just take an RX bar? Yeah. Don't eat all the R- their product placement. We need oh, we Kevin, Kevin stop eating the product placement. <laughs> They're delicious. We, we, have to go buy we more. need them for actual product placement. Yeah, don't yeah. Eat those. Hey, 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 there's like ten in there, right? So chill out. Everybody, I, every, the way I see it, it's Wednesday, and with the way you guys eat uh, freaking RX bars, it's Tuesday. Gonna be, this is my second oh my God, one ever, Tuesday. Nicholas, in Here's, my life. Kevin, next time Today. you want, Kevin, next no, time life. you want an RX bar. Go into the fridge and drink some Frank's Red Hot because we have lots of that, and we only need the one bottle of that for the product That's placement. Fair. You can pour that. You can pour that in your mouth. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Game Over Reggie <laughs> Show each and every week. Sorry, wow, I totally went into kind of funny games daily, and that's I couldn't okay. throw the it switch. It happens every once in a while. Yeah, wow, that's what The moment you think about it, yeah, it's too you late. Get, you it's get too late. If you just kept going, you would have been fine. I know, whatever. No, but I love cool. you, and I want you all to know I where I'm at. It, all right, I'm right there with you. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game of Reggae Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table, each bringing a random discussion for your amusement. Fuck. If you like that, it's topic for discussion. I'm oh, all about yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah. you know what? Here's Kevin the, came in and did, did this. Did this. Do you want yeah, a you beer? Want beer? And I was like, and I shook my head no. You can hey. rewind it if you want. I shook my head no, and then he went, and I was like, all right. I should have <laughs> waited until I got the beer. Clearly, yeah. I can only do the show wasted now. Here's the thing I'm going to tell you about you. You do a great job hosting this show. You're easily one of the best, if not the best in the industry, what you do. I firmly believe that. I'm not fucking around. But I want to tell you this. Free yourself every once in a while. You know what I mean? Just free yourself. Yes. yes. Every once in a while. Kevin, go time to time. Remember me. No My little Peruvian friend, remember he. <laughs> no, that was really good. Thank while you. you went into it. Did a little trill on that. I did. I threw it out there. so white. He's so rewind balance the camera on my body. <laughs> if you're an audio listener, I took off my shirt. Back it off of what what Nick's saying here. The I, intro. <laughs> yeah, I firmly believe that you are the best in the industry when it comes up to the what's up everybody stuff. When oh, it I comes to sure. intro, oh, you're, the, sure. you're the best host in our industry by far. I'll stand by that. Podcast host. I will and host in general, but like yeah. an interviewer, you're you're many good things, but like specifically, Fuck you, Jeff Keeley. Yeah, specifically no. like I doing love Jeff, the rigmarole. No. Like oh, this. the rigmarole. Yeah, I don't yeah. think anybody kind is of funny games daily is literally like I black out while I do it because it's just autopilot. I'm, I'm it. in there and I'm literally like, what did I do? What am I gonna do for? I now? black out when I do a lot of the shows, but it, then at some point. I do not. I start seeing flashes, yeah, and I'm realizing it's usually whenever I start talking about podcast services, I then I you know okay, sorry, let me take a step back. Speaking really fast here. Wait, real quick, Tim, you want a beer? Yeah, I was gonna say the beer will slow you down. Yes, That's what you need. Yes, All right, please. yeah. Uh, any fill you up, but won't slow you down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anytime uh, I start talking about podcast services, I never want to say around the globe. That's a great thing. I'm just like that's not a Tim Gettys thing. But every time I start talking about podcast services, hearing you on Games yeah. Daily yeah, comes into my head. It, just do it, and then it just gets stuck in yeah. there. And I've tr- I've actively what tried. Just listen to content. Listen to games. Uh, kind of funny in review. Gamescast. You can hear it in my voice where I hesitate to yeah. say it. Yeah, yeah. I just fucking go with it. You're the best in the biz. Thanks, best buddy. there ever will be. Let's I continue. Sorry. No, no, go. 
I, don't know. I was going to say I do not black out during intros. I do the thing that I imagine amateur tightrope walkers do, where I kind of am good for about halfway through and then realize I'm very high Start up in the air, in. and then it just starts going, and then I fall off. And yeah. I go, yay! You got to just jump off. You know what I mean? You're yeah. just like, Much like Coyote Ugly, the pivotal scene when John Goodman is driving Piper Paraboo yeah. to the place to sing her song yeah. mm-hmm. and she panics and makes him turn around and then he turns back around and, uh, let's try it again all right if you didn't know this is the game over greggy show each and every week four sometimes five best friends gather on this table each bringing a random topic discussion for your amusement if you like that head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can get each and every episode early how early you could be watching this shit show live right now for just a dollar that dollar goes so far in helping us make a great business here pay for nick pay for andy pay for cool greg ain't that right cool greg yeah, uh, there's a bunch of other perks over there too. Of course, you get the fan mail, which is on kind of funny patreon.com slash kind of funny. The panda musk uh, drawing of shirtless Spider-Man and the real Spider-Man. You can go to games if you wanted to get uh, the actual games case and or the games uh, uh, thing for the Spider-Man. Spider-Man. It's behind Nick. Behind Nick. There you go. There oh yeah, that one. That one. You get a print of that. You get a print of that one this time around on really Patreon.com/slash kind of funny. Patreon.com/slash kind of funny games for that one. Uh, if you have no bucks to toss our way and get the show early, because remember it goes live when we record it, and you can get it the, that Friday before it goes anywhere else. The next Friday, one week later, it goes up on YouTube.com/slash kind of funny and podcast services around the globe. I had a question about the game, the cover. Yeah, are, lay it on me. Are you signing that, or is that just the cover that we're getting when you when we're sending it out? We are. So, what's the plan with that? Because so, I know we're giving away the imagery for free if you don't want to back us. Right, right now you can go to Patreon. If you're an audio listener, I'm holding up Spider Man shirtless Spider Man PS4 cover. There if you have is. no idea what I'm talking about, you should check it out on uh, YouTube or whatever. Because there's a million places not to check it out. But we're printing off. You can go right now, print off your own, put right. it on whatever paper you want, use it for free. It's free. Patreon.com/slash kind of funny games. If you support us at the fan mail tier, right. We'll print it on the hot, the really nice glossy paper, and I'll sign it as shirtless Spider-Man. Oh, okay, uh, and well, we'll send it to you. Spider-Man will sign it. No, shirtless Spider-Man's photographer me is signing it. Because if shirtless oh, Spider-Man, signing it on if, if shirtless Spider-Man signed the cover, you could reverse engineer the signature, find his family, murder them, just like Spider-Man. Oh, okay, it's not, but no one would ever think to follow you home. To see when you would do engage with Shirtless Spider-Man. No, they would. If anything, you know, f- no, they wouldn't follow me home at all. It's amazing that as you're as you're. Uh, I can say this because I feel like this is pretty accurate statement. As your Mary Jane Watson, yeah, that's true. It's weird that I haven't yet to be accosted because of your relationship with Shirtless Spider Man. You say that, but how many awkward conversations have you been in with people we would call villains that have cornered you to talk to you because they want to talk to me? Uh, Think about that. Think about that. Think about every E three. Every E three conversation I've ever had. Kevin, no, don't don't take the RX bar. He's got the look in his eye that he wants more RX they're bars. They're very good, and that one's coconut chocolate. They are good. I'm not gonna lie. You know why they're good? Because they're not overly sweet. So they're and they're very filling. I think they're good because I'm fat. <laughs> well, there's that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, we couldn't do the show without the help of Patreon supporters. So here they are, all the people who supported us on Patreon. Would you like Thank to you. Sing you. So many names. So many names. Yes. Which one is this? I went the to beer? Patreon yeah. to back you. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah, it's, the, it's that's definitely the IPA because cool. it's got the right coloring. We figured out the uh, CO2 problem. I don't know. Did we? No. I, I mean, he proved that he didn't cause a problem. So the guy came while we were doing the show. Yes. So let's bring everybody up to speed. We have okay. a kegerator. You know, it's yeah. the best purchase we ever had. We love it. It's great. It's great. Barbecue we, is up there as best purchase. Also true. Barbecue needs yeah, yeah, Can I can I fill this in there as a side note? Here we go. We got to get a new barbecue cover. It's time. Yeah, we, we've been thinking about that it a lot. That's the first thing people see when they come up the thing. 
and they go, what is going on with this dime store of a fucking business? <laughs> well, and they like, got the blue tarps with these like uh, fucking moldy that ass. Is, that is a funny story, though. That is, hey, what's under the blue tarps? Nobody oh, ever funny asks. Story. Nobody ever asks. Everyone always asks. No. Uh, they never ask. They but walk they in, see they see the LaCroix room, and I have to explain you walk go, past the But when they walk in and they see the barbecue with its faded, I mean, the cover is white at this point. Yeah, it was I don't black. understand. It was it's, black. Well, it's sunlight. Sunlight does that. Somehow. That quickly? Has a gigantic tear in it. It does have a tear in it, and we don't know how that happened. The it is the most wind trash. The I, I know it's the exactly most how that WT happened. How did it happen? How did the tear get time? put into we the were barbecue cover? Putting on the damn thing, and it tore on a corner because gotcha. the sunlight has made it just gotcha. brittle. Yeah, brittle. Brittle. Can we order a new one of those? Yeah. yeah, yeah Speaking of tears, uh, this reminds me of a story that got brought up this weekend at a wedding I was at with one Alfredo Diaz pants? and Jackie Somebody's Butler. Pants? Somebody's no. underwear. Uh, a couple months ago, I went down to Austin to do some Rooster Teeth stuff, and they were like, oh, do you want a hotel? And I'm like, no, I want to stay with Alfredo. It's been way too long. And Alfredo's like, cool, we just moved into an apartment, so we don't have a couch or anything. We're going to get an air mattress. Mm-hmm. So they got an air mattress, Yeah. and I was sleeping on the air mattress. And then as we were in there speaking to each other from different rooms, Bump and grind. of course, he's just like, Bring the air mattress in here. We're staying. We're doing a slumber party. We're talking all night. I'm like, fuck yeah, we are. And so me and Alfredo take the air Wait, mattress. Yeah, I was gonna Gardner. say, what's Jackie's uh, interpretation of all? She this? was super in. She was okay. just like, we're a slumber party. And then so we like start to bring the air mattress into their fucking room. It catches on one of the door things yes. and just straight pops. Oh <laughs> and no! And so then I just was. Now, then you laying. slept in the bed with Jackie and, and Alfredo. Thing, you know, yeah, no, I just slept. We, I did put it next to him. It was kind of just like a sheet on their thing. Do they not have one of the little clear plastic like? It's like tape. Repair kits. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's easy to repair, Tim. Kevin, stop and think about this. It was me and Alfredo. Yeah, you go. It wasn't me and you. (laughs) So I used to I used to sleep uh, near uh, over my buddy Stu's house and I sleep underneath his bed. And it was always like very Wait, real quick, how high is his bed? His bed was like we talking like a loft bed? It was is that what it's called? It it was like Maybe a good four feet, like three feet off the That's ground. A lot of mm-hmm. So we had like stuff underneath it that you could put like drawers and shit. Sure, sure. So I would sleep underneath that. And then his uh, his drum set was always right here. So it would be in this little tiny nook and we would stay up all night. But we used to go <laughs> and get super high and then come back and then eat all of his mom's um, caramel flavored rice rice oh, uh, crackers. Yeah, okay. cakes, those yeah, little yeah, things. Yeah. Man. And then she got super pissed because she was like, what the fuck keeps happening? To all of our rice cakes, yeah. and I'm like the munchies. That's what keeps happening to me. You didn't say that to her. Though. No, you, I was terrified. You had to hide of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His mom was like very tall. I've, now that you're, now that we are not adults, right? But now that we We're are older people who have to make money and then spend it mm-hmm. on things, yeah. I think about how stupid we were as children eating people's food. Because I remember when my friend Mike Boylan, his family at some fundraiser, bought all this beef jerky, and it was like high quality beef jerky They're like sticks like slim jims sure. but high quality Love ones them. and they had like you know turkey and beef and all this stuff and they were fucking amazing and i remember them bringing them and us like being on a mission to basically eat them all in this one sleepover and we did a really good job where i remember like the one we all liked was out you know what i mean by the second amityville horror or whatever mm-hmm. the hell we were watching but then you think back of like that was eighty-seven dollars. High-end beef, beef jerky yeah. that they're getting, and these fucking monsters are coming out of the basement, hopped up on Dr. Pepper, eating these things. Listen, I think that's just what you have to understand. You're getting yourself into when you have a kid is that you're going to be broke the rest of your life, mm. and they're going to always eat the food that you want to eat. Sure, and you can't say anything, and you can't beat them anymore because it's not the eighties. So that's, just that's what you true. Get no, there's some good points there. Listen, I was so fat as a child, and I never stopped eating, and I can't imagine how shocking and traumatizing it was to both my mom's psyche and her wallet to see a young Nick 
just ballooning up and wanting more and more. Twinkies. I just feel like somebody should have stopped us at some point they and, and said things to us. I remember when mom used to come yeah. home with lunch meat mm-hmm. for the next week. They go, she'd go shopping. Can I, can you know, I, can, Saturday. Can I come back with you? Yeah. Oh, you can come, can come back, back anywhere come you want to. There. Come on. Okay. That's why I, I detached. This is a fun show. You know what I mean? But she'd come home with the roast oh, beef or whatever. That's and like, no thing. sooner is that shit in the fridge. Am I in there Saturday at 11 a.m. like rolling it up and eating it slice by slice? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Or they, they got the little rolls I like and I'm making little roast beef sandwiches. Oh, man. We used to. Yeah. I mean, I never stopped eating. And I think I, I actually uh, spoke with my mom about this. one Yeah. Time. And not accusationally, but I was like, hey, you yeah, you know, like now that I'm a little healthier. It's just interesting to go back and look I and need like to blame someone. I so. just yep. yeah, I was yep. like, I'm basically like I, I kind of jokingly was like I'm you know where's the blame going to go on this? And she's like, I don't know that you, I don't think you're remembering that correctly. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? She goes, I tried so many times to stop you, and you just would <laughs> not listen to me. Yeah. And she's like, I can't physically take yeah. the food out of your mouth. Mm. And I'm like, that's true. But also, you did not have to cook. For 18 people. Yeah. And that, I was always like, you would always cook so much. She's like, you understand we were on a budget. That food was supposed to last like three days. And you and your fat fucking brother yeah, yeah, would yeah. eat it in a night. And then I would be oh, fucking screwed. Like, my mom was like, I would cook so that we'd have leftovers for two days. So we wouldn't have to fucking so cook every day. Funny. And That's I was awesome. like, oh. Yeah. And she's it's, like, and I would be like, you know, I mean, my mom was like, never like, don't eat. She would always be like, you want a second? She was always very giving when it comes to that. But she was like, when I cook the meatloaf, it was supposed to last three days yeah you and your brother would go back at 10 o'clock at night and i was like well we were high and, and you would just eat the whole meatloaf and it was not cool that's that's a, like a revelation i can only imagine like you sitting there and getting that information it was interesting i mean it's it's very fascinating to go back and look because yeah you, i mean you're right when at what point do you become cognizant and responsible for your own actions like where not i don't for know a long fucking time <laughs> not for a long I, long time. I think maybe 50 when you're 50 yeah. you have to be responsible but I, I think to myself i'm like you know i started gaining weight and and this documentary was a, an interesting revelation for me too because i always thought i gained weight in my teens going back and looking oh at your comedy old, documentary that you yeah know about you okay. waiting for the punchline um I didn't realize that I had just steadily gained weight since birth. Like I was like skinny for a while and then just right around the time when I maybe hit third or fourth grade, I just started fucking bulking up, man. Yeah. Just prepping for a football game. I'd never, never play. Gonna play. You're never going to play. Never going to play. That's hilarious. The uh, only time anyone ever got mad at, at me and my brother for like excessively eating things we weren't supposed to be. My grandma that used to live downstairs got so mad at us one day <laughs> after months of doing this where she's one. She's like, you guys need to stop eating all of the sugar cubes. That I'm putting in. Yeah, sure. This shit is for coffee. Yeah. This shit is for tea, maybe. Also, this is not to consume. Yeah, I used to do that. Why are oh, you yeah. eating these sugar they were good. So do you, I mean, like, fun I, to eat. what I think back to is the dumb things we all did as a kid. And, like, at what point it was, like, you're, what, you're, what you're talking about with your mom, mm-hmm. your parents were just like, whatever. He's not hurting anybody. Like no. when I go to like the like out to eat with my parents and like open those little creamers and drink them. Uh, right. saying, like, like these dumbass first shots, there to like, first one, Kevin, Kevin if, used to do that. If the half and half you company, remember this? If the yeah. half, if the half and half company didn't want children to drink those, why would you make them child sized cups? I, yeah. Why would you make I the cups really? so small? You yes. feel like an adult. I have no memory of that. And maybe that explains the lactose intolerance shit. But like, oh my god, oh, that's how that works. Andy Cortez, uh, you came in. You got a story. You eating stuff you're not supposed to eat. Yeah, the um, when my cousins would visit from Austin, they were much younger, so they used the blue sparkly Colgate sweet toothpaste. 
Okay. And I'd eat that shit all the time, dude. Yeah. Eat it? Like, because we'd, we'd all sleep over at That's my grandma's not house. not good for your stomach. We'd all sleep over at my grandma's house. And it was like in a cool little tube or whatever. Oh, right? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was like, like, I'm a spaceman. It was crunchy, though. Like, yeah, it, it, was, it had like it had crystallized stuff. It. And I yeah. would like, oh I would always put it on my finger and like eat it. And like, I would go back to that shit all the time. That and, um, Oh god, there's other things that I remember that I would eat that I know that I shouldn't have. I can't I can, remember. I can imagine baby fucking or little kid Andy running around just pretending to brush his teeth with his finger <laughs> to eat more and like full of shame. So sure. Oh, were yeah, you yeah. full of shame? Like as you were doing it, do you know it was wrong? No, I just I knew it was wrong. I mean, I wasn't I would do it in the restroom and just walk out. I didn't like you know, I knew what I was doing wasn't what like, you're like supposed a coke to do. Habit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, also uh like strawberry chapstick. You'd My eat cousins it? had eat chapstick it. that I would like I wouldn't bite or crunch on it or whatever, but, uh, you know, I'd like... Put it on and give it some licks. Isn't that weird, though? Like, you a little bit. But, like, that's because you, when you were young, you were probably like, I like sweet things. And isn't it weird that everything, every product that was put in front of you was sweet? Yeah. And so now you're like, yeah, I didn't actually, like, keep eating candy now because when I was a kid, every fucking thing had sugar in it, including probably the lip balm that was going into my mouth. What's the weirdest thing you guys ate that you knew you weren't supposed oh, to be Oh, when eating? I was a kid, I used to go to... I used to look forward every Sunday. I've told the story before, but I'll tell it again because why the fuck not? Every Sunday we used to go to church, St. Catharines in Riverside, California, and after that we'd go to Coco's. Now, I liked Coco's for two Coco! reasons. One, they still had the old school cigarette dispenser. That was you put quarters in and then pull the tab and it go choo-choo and the cigarette oh, would come yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved yeah. that thing because I was like, I don't know why, I just loved it. I thought it was the coolest thing because you never see them anywhere. And then two, I used to sit down immediately grab the uh, little carton of like the little basket that had all the jams in it and proceed oh, to yeah, open them sure, up and eat sure. every single one of them before we even ordered to the point that if you got toast, you'd have to embarrassingly ask, ask for, for another basket of jam and have <laughs> this, kids, have the waitress man. look at you mystified. What yeah. the fuck happened to the 7,000 calories of sugar jam that was on the table yeah, and just yeah. see my fat ass. And you're like, like, your <laughs> eyes are completely dilated. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go smoke some cigarettes. I got a fucking weird one. Yeah? Y'all are gonna be like, what was wrong with Please you? Please tell me it has some... No, never mind. Go ahead. What is it? Jesus, Nick. What? I don't know where you're gonna what? go with that. Uh, so in elementary school, uh, my school didn't allow backpacks. I don't know why. Dumb I think it was like life. some weird fucking like hippie ass shit of like the we don't want the kids carrying stuff they don't need they're to carry bags. they're fine yeah, yeah, yeah. um so yeah it's totally san francisco bullshit but they they so because of that they gave us these folders that we would carry all of our papers in yeah. not even binders just paper folders <laughs> and i'll never forget there was one day i was probably in first grade <laughs> did you eat these folders <laughs> you ate a fucking folder and i pulled a little bit off the corner <laughs> And I was just like, I'm just going to eat this. I and think so, that has a name. And so, I think it's a thing. So I that's, a, that's a thing. I was just kind of chewing on it because like it was it was a little bit puffy. Yeah. And I was like, this. I bet this chews well. So I started chewing it. And then by the end of the, like Folders a couple gone. months later, my teacher called me out because like my thing, it was more gone than it was there. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you went deep on this I just thing. went, I went deep. It. Yeah, dude. Oh, okay, yeah, I, dude. I was going in. I would chew the fuck <laughs> out of like, like cardboard paper and folders and stuff just because i love the way it felt but i wouldn't swallow it you i would spit yeah like a baseball player like i straight up what? ate this folder to this day still one of your favorite foods to my what on your blanket when you were a little kid yeah that's the thing though we met someone recently You're like suck amy johnson was talking about that i was mm. just chewing on it though yeah yeah, yeah i don't, I don't, I don't do that sometimes i don't, I don't bite my shirt 
You bite yeah. your shirt? I would always that was bite a, my shirt. But you're not eating it. I didn't, it. I didn't do that, but a lot of kids, and that's why when you see kids, they have like those really, it's really fucked up here. Yeah, it's yeah. nasty as shit, and it smells like just breath. Uh. Oh, man. We were talking. Oh, God. I don't think, I don't have a good thing I ate that I'm not supposed to eat thing. What I, but I do have what we're talking about in terms of like, just let them do it. You, the kid, your parents just like throwing their hands up. Because I distinctly remember this. And the fact that I, I'll give you the information of why this is probably a, a shameful story is that I remember it and I'm and I remember maybe maybe I remember it in a way that I maybe I was too old to do this but also that my mom let me do it thus telling you I had like real teeth or whatever but I, we had market day at is market day a thing that everybody has do you know no. if I said market day but back in St. at St. Pat's there'd be this thing called market day where basically similar to this classic book fair uh-huh. you'd bring home this like thing of Basically, before Costco, like we're doing, they're getting a wholesale run of food or whatever through this thing called Market Day. It wasn't like just a thing. And parents would check off what they want. You'd turn it back in. Then one day, I don't know, every quarter of that month or whatever, there'd be like all this food stuff delivered that you would take home or whatever or for your parents or they'd come and get you or whatever. And I remember they used to get these uh, vacuum sealed steaks or whatever, but not like high end steaks, obviously, but like these are vacuum sealed steaks that were just easy that you'd freeze and then cook or whatever. And they'd be an easy thing between like my parents switching off, taking care of me or whatever. And all right, here's your dinner or whatever. And I remember one day, I mean, we're in my, my original house. So it's pre fifth grade. So maybe second grade, maybe third grade. But again, I remember this pretty clearly where I was watching cartoons or whatever, Batman the animated series or whatever. Mom was going to make me one of those. And she came out with it in the fork and knife. And I was like, do you mind? <laughs> do, do you mind, Mom, going back in there and putting down the fork and knife? I want to act like a wolf and eat that. <laughs> I've heard this story before. And Jamie Kennedy's like, all right. And went in and put it down and she came out. And I was like hiding somewhere. And she put it down. She goes, okay, Wolfie, here's your food. <laughs> and she left. And I like crawled over there. Like, but I ate it more like a raccoon than a wolf. Because <laughs> I'm using my hand. But again, I wasn't cutting my, my hey, can I eat this in Entire steak with no utensils. Like, so it wasn't like I was small enough where you had to worry about me. Cu- I was cutting my own food and stuff. But there I was just gnawing on the steak watching Batman or Animaniacs or something. Nick's look at you that entire time. <laughs> no, because what I think is this. What I think is, I mean, I only have the frame of reference of Elena Scarpino, Mama Scarpino. And my mother was, to say that she was draconian in her, uh, you know, her rule of, her the, house. Rule of the house would yeah. be accurate. Okay. I would think. Okay. That's accurate. Uh, if I asked her that to do that there's she would I, I don't even know what the response would be but Matt would have just come out and beat your good. ass yeah. well that's the other thing too is I had an older brother yeah so yeah. If Matt saw me doing that holy mother of fuck he would never let me live that down he yeah, would have yeah, come yeah. up and kick the shit out of me <laughs> first off and then he would still oh, to this day like a wolf. Story. oh my god that's the thing is like I, I grew up with the older brother so I have I have that feeling of shame that he's helped instill in me. Sure. Uh, of so I never really did anything crazy like that because if I did, it was always like a I would just look over. My brother would just shake his head and smile like, "Thank you for this gift. Yeah, yeah thank yeah, you yeah, for yeah. giving me this gift of beating your ass for this <laughs> later." And uh, and that's how that used to work. Yeah, no, no, no fucking way. My mom would let me do that. No way. She probably would have backhanded me too. Wow. Like, ah. uh, no, I know yeah. what it means. I know a little fucking, know. you know, a little the Catholic protection. It's God's will. Okay, you know so many different sound effects for the same. I know action. for the same thing, and it just kept coming. You know what I mean? And that first one didn't sound correct. No, it sounded a little swishy. Yeah, a little wet. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Warren Moore and Tom Bach. You, of course, are fantastic as well. And yes, if you are listening, that does mean, in fact, we were not even into the topics yet. Nope. <laughs> cool. Can I get a water from you? What? Thanks. 
Glass? Yeah, sorry, that was that's <laughs> yeah, glass. glass thing's just halfway that was off. my bad this uh, morning. People get bent out of shape by the shell time. You seen the Gamescast comments recently that my Switch was hanging off by like You're thing? a fucking madman. It's fine. Greg. My Switch can take anything. No, it can't. Yeah, it can. I drive fell thing. over at fucking Pax. I've fun. been meaning to tweet this, and I really should. It's just like we are all living on borrowed time until mid-September. I know, right? Like we're all fucking around, and like it'll happen the day before the online service we launches that we all fuck up. We treat our, our switches with the utmost care for the next month. Oh my god! Mm -mm. No, next two weeks. Mere days. So. Wait, why is this? What's happening? There's no cloud saves, so if something, if my switch broke, it's all Your gone. Saves are gone. Well, that would suck, but also be liberating. Uh, yeah, kind of cool, Greg. From the back of the house, you have a question from the kind of funny press pool. Uh, you can take it up with Kevin Coelho from KindOfFunny.com Patreon support. Oh, hold on. Kevin Coelho is coming here. What's up, dude? We're still doing last month's. There so you go. it's four. It's a month behind. Yeah, and well, it's it's one week behind. Okay, maybe two weeks behind. And what I'd like to call out is that since yeah. you apparently lost your shit in the chat, DJ Kento, we're Thanks. pushing you back an entire month. Damn. I'm kidding. Right? We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that at all. Uh, I want to start with my topic. It's a topic on everybody's mind, not really, but kind of. It's in the back of your mind. It's always in the front of my mind. We haven't done a casting topic in a while. Oh, yeah. I so I said, what video game do I want to cast? Yeah. Then I stopped myself, everyone. Yeah. Zone of the Enders. <laughs> Let's cast Zone of the Enders. <laughs> uh, I what do you give me if I can name one character from this iteration of Zone of the Enders? I, I a million dollars. A hundred million dollars. Uh, unlimited money. Loved Zone of the Enders. And you can't I, name anybody. I can name the mech. Is Jehady. J-E-H-U-T-Y. I didn't know that, actually. Jetty. But I could not fucking tell you what the, that dumb kid's name is. Rather than a video game, though, I thought I would uh, sweeten the pot and make it more interesting. Okay. It's a two-parter, guys. Okay. I want to, of course, cast the new X-Men movie. Okay. But I, when I say that, I mean I want to cast the MCU X-Men movie. Okay. And as a wrinkle, I want us to come up with how they're going to introduce the X-Men in MCU. Of course, we're coming off XCU in review. We're already on a Spider-Man in review. We've done, done MCU in review. We've done this before. Not the casting, yeah. but the talking about X-Men being brought in MCU. Yeah. Uh, on Game of Grey show with one Lewis Medina. Oh, yeah. I do vaguely remember that, actually. Um, when we were doing... Uh, but that's but was that was before, before Infinity War. So, um, so like everything we said was is out of date and doesn't okay. make sense. I don't think you need so to spend like that much time, time with that as much as figuring it out, right? Like, who's going to be what and what characters we have in there and all that jazz. Mm -hmm. Let's start off, right? We got to start. We got to get there. Do we need so a list of characters? We do. Here's the thing. Let's I feel like this conversation is kind of a uh, a mix of the part one and part two in together because who is in the next X-Men movie? Exactly. I feel like that's a big question that is actually more part two than it is part one. Correct. I here. Well, here's here's my question for you. Do you think they introduce Wolverine right off the bat? It's a big question. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. I think that the I think that they're going to be smart and they're going to go. We are going to set this up correctly. We're not going to come out of the gate with our big gun. We are going to do the characters Slow that burn. people care about, but aren't necessarily the top tier X Men. But even then, what does that mean? I'm thinking right, right now. Uh, Cyclops for me is is I think you got to have the core group. Cyclops. So yes, top tier. Top so tier. Not, we're not first classing this. Top thing. tier as far as uh, cool. as far as comic books are concerned. Mid tier as far as the movies are concerned, because no one gives a shit about Cyclops. That's where my brain went. But yes, Cyclops top tier. I would say you got to have Cyclops, Gene, and maybe Storm is oh, the, yeah. is the new character in the first one. I think it. This movie, the first movie, needs to be doing justice to the characters that have been fucked for the last two decades. The yeah. Okay, so I guess then the next question, I would say you can't because you still those guys are so current right now. 
that we're going to get one more movie with those guys in it. My argument to that, yeah, Spider-Man, right? Yeah, amazing Tom, Spider-Man. To- Tom Holland, like, did what I'm saying, which is we're going to do justice to this character that has been fucked yeah. over so okay. so much. I, I would like for that. And the, you know, the sad thing is, like, I think of Storm, for instance, right? And I think the actress's name that played Storm this last time was Alexandra Ship or something like that. I really like her. Yeah, I thought she's cool. She has the look. For I saw sure. her in Love Simon. I'm like, this this actor has chops. She could totally do this. Having said that, I want them to completely do away with all of those people Which and start sucks. over. And I would love it. I would fucking love it if they did what they do, what they're doing with Spider Man, which is aging them down mm-hmm. and making them let's do it. Let's do another one in the 80s and maybe start telling that story in the 80s. I would say, yeah. I mean, I would. I don't want them to be introduced like, hey, this is a brand new thing. I'd like them to come up with some creative way of saying, like, the X-Men have always existed. We just don't really know about them. Like, that's we haven't interacted with that, them. That's how you start screwing up the, like, MCU, the existing MCU. And, like, we don't Well, they've do already that. screwed up the existing MCU because there's nothing, there's no mutants in this world. Well, and I mean, all the things that are supposed up, to be mutants just, are called enhanced, and that's no, totally stupid. The so The miracles. The what? The miracles. The miracles. Yeah, that's right. That's what they're called. The yeah, my thing is, I like the idea of the mutants being a brand new thing. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of it being a modern take where... It is 2018 and whatever, Avengers 4, I don't know what's going to happen, but like as a result of taking back the snap, this new gene is introduced into the world and that we are now seeing uh, it kind of be opened up in different people and like dealing with it from the beginning. If we get another Magneto origin story, it being mm-hmm. the Holocaust thing, I think that's going to be a disservice to the It's true because it's, it is hard to... You, you you would have had to integrate those in like that's the problem is like the X Men should have been an integral part of the Marvel universe at this point. They should have but been. But with the undoing the snap or how, whatever they're going to do with that gives the chance to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do you, here's my question I have uh, as we we worry about what's going to happen in the next Avengers. BCW Tim too, since you're Mister Everything, when do you think we see Avengers Four trailer? I think anything? about this way too fucking often because it, it's closish. Uh, well, the thing is, Captain Marvel is the weird. We X-Factor. haven't seen that trailer yet. right? No. And by the we we when's that coming up? Around the time Black Panther came out last year, okay. Which by this time we'd seen a lot of Black Panther, so it's interesting that we haven't seen shit from Captain Marvel yet. It's obviously all part all part of the plan. I really wonder what they're going to do with Avengers Four. This is getting a little bit too ideal, perfect situation. I talked to you about this, Nick. But how fucking cool would it be if Avengers Four we get the title? Like as a tease, maybe at the end of a sure. uh, Captain America. I don't know. Or Captain Marvel. 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 But how cool would it be if any trailer we see doesn't show any new footage of Avengers 4? It's, it's just all stuff from Avengers Infinity 3? War stuff. Okay. And it's all just hype. And it's so all sick. just MCU studios like uh, back hype because mm. everybody fucking knows. Right? I think you have to for Avengers 4. I like that a lot. I'd love them to do that, but I think they have to give us a taste. And what I would think the taste would be, because we've talked about this before in private with the rumors, and you've heard the rumor, right, is that a lot of times passed. Mm-hmm. It's not picking up right away. Years have passed since the snap, right? I think if you did that where you're even open, it's just, you know, a slow pan out of the TV or whatever, where they're doing, so, it's the five-year anniversary of the snap, and everybody's, like, putting those lanterns into the sky or whatever the hell they're doing for memorial services around the mm-hmm. globe. And then you do, like, the pan of, like, 
into whatever the Avengers HQ is now. And it's like that concept art we've seen of them all in kind of like matching uniforms. And it is like Tony being like, I've got a plan. I figured it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then it is all it back. the old footage. And it's just a VO from Tony Stark being like, we can go back. We can stop it from happening. We can do this. I don't know what you're talking about of them in matching uniforms. Remember how this thing got leaked? Uh, it's the first Avengers concept art. And it was concept art of like Hulk oh, in like blue pants. And yeah, 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 yeah. So it was yeah. like a painting. Yeah. Interesting. My other question is, do in this pertains now to how we would introduce X-Men do either. What do you guys think? And I, I don't, I don't know if I have a strong, do you think people are going to remember the snap? Are they going to undo it to a point that no one remembers? They all got blinked out of existence. So they come back with some knowledge that they were gone. Do, if we're, if we're five years in the future, are we rewinding it back to when the snap happened and picking it from, there? I think it really depends on what they do with the soul stone stuff. Like it really depends on because that's Gamora the rumor, dead, right? That they're not dead; they're all in the soul. And it depends on if that's canon or not, and like if that ends up happening, and how the time travel and all that shit works. Yeah, because it, in my opinion, in a perfect world, it's not time travel in a way of like, oh, we go back and everything's fixed, and we don't fucking know. It's time travel in the sense of they go back and everybody remembers everything. Everybody, what's up? You, you want everyone? Re- Usually, it's only the person that's traveling, like back Wolverine in, time. in Days of Future Past. Yeah. No, well, but he's saying like it snaps, but it's everyone comes back to life and they yeah. go, fuck, wherever I've been for five years. And I remember dying and I remember going not away yeah. and I remember sitting in this so gem for five years and been now being a part of the soul stone Just or whatever like it is. Missing time for those people. Yeah. Like you'd come back. Like if Tim got snapped, I'd be like, Tim, you can been gone for four years. And he's like, yeah, it fucking sucked. Last time. I They're not going like, to do that. That's way too much. My hand. I don't think I don't think Peter Parker, P- Peter Parker's you know, teenage psyche can bounce back from that. If I was in fucking limbo for five years. I mean, you wouldn't know. You would just be like, wow, it's cool. I'm back. It was like yesterday for me leaving. I thought you just said he would know. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, that's the... I, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, maybe they remember okay, being okay. in the Soul Stone, but maybe I, time works differently there where it's limited yeah, yeah, day. Yeah, oh, yeah. Have, right. have you guys discussed at all the title for the new Spider-Man movie? Far From Home. Spider-Man. What? Spider-Man Far From Home? Yeah. It's, it's interesting. It is. But, is but I think it's more of him right doing a world tour. They're kind going of thing, to right? London. It's like, they're, at least what they've been saying yeah, is maybe it's it is. not like, we're in a magic dimension. It's, we're in London. Who knows what they're actually do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It... I wonder if anyone, I wonder if they'll broach the topic at all of we've been living in this world for five years with hat with where half the inhabitants are gone. Do you think anyone in the world's like, it's kind of better. Do you think they'll even come close? A lot to of that? resources. Rent's really cheap no, I was in San Francisco say, man, right now because yeah. half the people are gone. I think there's too many plot lines that they have to go into that. I don't think they'll do that. That sounds more like a Netflix type show. No, I just mean like, I wonder if someone will make it like if there'll be like a news announcement, like since the snap, the economy is really doing great. No, I think it'll be very dire and it'll be really shitty and that it'll be, I, I think what's going to happen is they're going to go back, undo it. And then I think it'll probably be Tony and cap are the only people who go back. They're the only people who remember what it was after the snap and all that stuff, but they defeat them and in defeating them, they die. And that's gets them out of the thing. Both of them. Yeah. Oh. But that's, I don't know. It's weird. They have to tread very lightly. Because why not someone else just pick up the gauntlet and be like, snap, you're back. Like, you guys are awesome. Good yeah, job. I don't know. I you know that's the that problem with this all-powerful tool is they really got to tread lightly on it and be like, how do we get it back? Like in the comic books, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Adam Warlock be like, I'm keeping this fucking thing? Yeah, and he bounced and out. no one can fuck with me ever again. I'm just going to leave. No, he, I mean, he didn't bounce out. Then we get the Living Tribunal coming in and being like, oh, you can't have that. You shouldn't have intervened. And then they have the whole like weird court thing. And then he just fucks up time. Is that in Infinity Gauntlet? Uh, no, that's immediately after Infinity Gauntlet. Okay, I, I mean, at that. the end of Infinity Gauntlet, he is like, all right, well, this is mine now. Yeah, I'll yeah, see yeah. you later. But then, yeah, Living Tribunal, the three-faced dude. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking yeah, about? it'll be interesting. Like, they have to treat this like this gauntlet can't keep coming back up, right? Yeah. So yeah, you, can't, oh, yeah. you can't be like, oh, cool. I, I think this thing is 
you can destroyed by the end of but you can't Infinity destroy War. the Infinity Stones or, right? or the stone the stones are interesting I feel like they might be like imbued into people or some shit I think they're gonna get rid of the, the idea of the, the stones idea of the, the stones they have going to. forward yeah because this has been too big they can't do an Infinity Gauntlet two where yeah. it just be too crazy but I mean that, that does beg the question like what do they build up to next scrolls uh, the Dead Sea Scrolls no scrolls Scrolls. Oh, yeah, the Scroll yeah. Cree like yeah, yeah. invasion. Yeah, that's probably smart. I think it'd be cool if they if they they jump from this, they finish it up. It looks good, and probably don't get a teaser. Maybe get a tease in this, but like, cool, everybody's back. But some people aren't back. Some people are back. Are actual scrolls in disguise, and that's See, my thing is I I really if there's anybody that can make it a good storyline, it is Marvel Studios. I really hope Scrolls isn't the next thing because I. What do you want to see, or do you want to see is X Men? I, I, I hope it's building all this stuff up and, and going from there, and the new Avengers and whatever with Black Panther and Spider Man and all that, and and we'll see where who's left of the core Avengers and how they handle that. But I, the Scrolls to me is is, is almost as uh, wishy washy and scary of a concept as time travel, mm. where it's like, and especially if you had time travel and Scrolls of like, well. Hawkeye wasn't actually Hawkeye. He was a scroll since this movie or whatever. It's like it starts getting way too comic booky in a bad way. Okay. And I think Marvel's done a very good job of taking the comic book aspects and making it a movie thing. Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Not a scroll. Maybe a scroll. Which the no, original he's Captain a, he's Marvel. He's a Cree, right? He's a Cree. Okay. Yeah. So it's and but that's have a Cree agent that's been sleeper on Earth and then. That's how that worked, right? So Captain Marvel might introduce all the scroll stuff, but okay. I, I almost doubt it. Like I, I think that they realize that that's going to open up too many yeah. issues potentially and in being too confusing for the normal moviegoer that is not us. Mm. You know, like the fact that now Gia knows these characters, knows the villains and like Curran and Shari and them know all of this shit. They can't fuck that up. You know what I mean? Like they need to make sure that they are keeping this all in a line that makes sense. And I feel like post Avengers four is going to be very tough to do that, depending on what dire- direction they go with mm. the reversing of the snap. They got to start building up to something, right? Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the hard thing. The other thing, the other thing they keep into consideration too, is when they're getting the X-Men, they're also getting, they're also getting silver surfer, right? And they're also getting Galactus. Fantastic. Four. And Galactus. Galactus could be would fucking be really fucking sick. Awesome. Galactus if they be built awesome. up to that, like yeah, a real Galactus, everyone. like the fucking don't make him a cloud of shit out in the middle of space. Like make him an actual character with, with, Lines and shit, that'd be dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd it. be cool. It's just the problem then of just how do you... You gotta introduce Silver differ- Surfer. And well, no, but I mean, time. differentiate him from Thanos. Stick with me. Just the fact that, all right, so there's another big guy coming to eat the, eat planet. the planet. Yeah, but I mean, I guess it's different, but... It's terrifying. I think Doom's first. Oh, Doom. fuck, like, yeah. Doom, Doom, I think, makes them Doctor Doom. Yeah. So, do you think... I, I mean, because I... I feel like undoing the snap, this is how I would do it too, and this is X-Men now and Fantastic Four, but undoing the snap does, yes, there's some, one of the stones explodes, whatever, I don't know what it is, they have to use something that sets off a thing, and yeah, it activates mutant genes in people, I think, and it could, I think, I'd be awesome in what we're talking about, it. they, simultaneously, they were running some space mission, right, and it does, like, cosmic wave them, and then that's how you get the Fantastic Four and shit like that. How do you though? It's tie it all back to that mm, in their in independent movies, right? Like even interesting, even in the background of whatever's happening, like there's newspapers or a news headline of like whatever you know the uh, whatever the R- Richards Incorporated. You know what I mean? What, what, I don't what, I don't know what you call the Fantastic Four's. Reed Richards and his friends are going to space for something, but it's like not that extra building shit. So like, yeah, it's not that on the nose, but, but it's like yeah. you know experimental space station, stupid millionaire sending up idiots. Hmm. Like just do that, and then like their movie is. Hey, we're getting ready to go up there, bomb, the and then whatever happens is, on the earth. With so much of this is legal bullshit, and where uh, Kevin Feige has even talked about like where they're at right now, and he could be bullshitting everybody. But 
with the Disney Fox deal mm. in its current state that we know of, I doubt we're seeing any ties to this future in Infinity War 2, whatever the fuck. But you don't need to see it directly, right? That's the whole thing. Is like it is boom that like he I don't know. I'm thinking of a snap, but it's not. But you see it radiate through the earth, right? Which Steve and Tony do whatever, it kills them, but it keeps everybody alive. But I mean like you show that and then yeah, in five years you're able to pick up and be like five years ago. And it is them on a spaceship. It is Charles Xavier working at a desk, and he gets bombed. You know what I mean? Yeah, but see, I, that's the thing, though, because you're, you, you're, you're to do that. And I see what you're saying, and I, that's the most logical thing to do. But you're also basically destroying everything that makes X Men X Men, right? Like you're, the, if Charles Xavier just now figures out that he's got but, this power, but stick with me. At what point does he go start a school for kids, and then like 20 years later, we get the X Men? Well, no, you're, you see what I'm saying? I mean, it, don't get me wrong. You're very much in line with. I think the problems of what I'm pr- proposing, yeah. but if you did it where it was, we don't know what's happening, but we're going to do this thing that we're theoretically one day going to say makes the X or made the X-Men, right? Boom. You do it. It happens. And then the X-Men movie is all right. Five years ago, it's back and it's Charles. He gets blasted and he starts hearing it. He knows there's other people out there with mutant abilities that mm-hmm. can't control him. But like we're ranking them up as enhanced when in really reality, See, that's, that's what I was going to say. I was going to think, what if they came this angle, took this angle, which is we've mutants have always been around, but we've never really, they haven't hit the mainstream until now. Right? I, I, hear, I just them, feel like that's such just, bullshit, but there's not a ton of them, but the ones that we thought were enhanced are actually mutants. Yeah, like when yeah, you yeah. look at uh, Scarlet, Witch and uh, Quicksilver and all these people, well, they got experimented on in the MCU. But that's right? what I'm saying. What if they got experimented on? Because they activated like, their genes. It activated their gene, and that was no. the whole concept. But they, they could easily re- explain that away, being like, I, "We're not enhanced." What are you talking about? Oh, we're not calling them that anymore. They're well, you, and, and that's, that's how my whole thing. Ends, all right, so it's like shit. We're on the same page here. Where right. I think, yeah, it, it would be Charles getting activated, uh, realizing there's a problem. All these other enhanced, whatever, freaking out, not being able to control their powers. People sure. turning on them, and then him for five years, basically being like. They're not this. There's something else. We're all together. I'm building this school. I think I can train people. Yada, yada, yada. I like that just because I feel like we've seen X-Men, that story done so much, not just in movies, but in like every uh, media. And I I think that we need to see a modernize, a totally different take on what X-Men could be. Because, yeah, Civil Rights Moon and all that stuff, like they even joke about it in uh, Deadpool. It's like it's an outdated fucking metaphor. How do we update that? Like how? Like what could definitely? Be, like what could X Men mean to a new generation via the MCU, yeah. right? And I think that that I, I imagine that's how they're looking at it. I imagine they're like we've there has now been literally two decades of movies that the only good thing about them is Magneto and Professor X's relationship, mm-hmm. right? How do we move past that? Like how do we make these characters relevant to a new generation of people in the same way Iron Man went from nothing to something, right? They made a Spider-Man movie where Uncle Ben's death wasn't the source of his yeah, doesn't really matter heroism, you know? Yeah. And I feel like with X-Men, there's a great chance. And You're talking about Homecoming? Us? Huh? You're talking about Homecoming? Yeah. I mean, it's still a source of his heroism. Kind of, right? But we don't see that. And sure. Like, like, we, sure. Don't know, we don't know I'm, that, though, yeah, right? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Come on. I, I mean, they don't explicitly tell you, say it, right? It's not necessarily. I mean, this whole thing when you have the, when you have the powers I have and the bad things happen, and you don't stop them. But my thing there is like it's. But in this case, it's I would not say the story of him going out to be a wrestler and like doing this and like right. not and not I would say he wants to be more like things. Iron Man than he does want to be like exactly. Uncle Ben, right? Like Iron Man's kind of his inspiration. Sure, but I still think his. I mean, sure. I'm sure that's the trigger, fun. but yeah, I'm saying like okay. he didn't. He doesn't really make any mention to it except for one time. 
Yeah, well, it's because we all know great power of great responsibility. And fucking the Tom McGuire movies, it was every goddamn time he dozed off. Peter. Uncle Ben was there. Peter, Peter, Peter why did you save is, me, Peter? If the next Spider-Man movie builds up more of a backstory for Peter, and we find out that Uncle Ben's death, maybe Uncle Ben's not even like who knows? Like we, there's hints in Homecoming that it happened, but maybe something different happened. I, I feel like that doesn't affect his character at all because he has sure. the Iron Man character, and I think that is such a good take on let's let's take what matters about Spider-Man. But do it differently. So here's what I would say then mm-hmm. for the X-Men. And it's in line with what we're saying right now, right? We need a different take. We need all this stuff. They're activated. Uh, they're hated, right? And, and They've got to be hated, yeah. We don't have to dial it way back to the civil rights movement, right? It's similar to what everything that's happening right now, right? Imagine, you know, like Muslim bans and everything else. There's a president in the office who wants all these people who are making trouble, in quotes, but really can't control their powers, right? And you have the sit-ins on college campuses and the fucking police walking by pepper spraying everybody. Like, you could use all that right now. It's current turmoil that use it over here for the X-Men. And I think that is the way to handle this. It'll be interesting though because they're going to have to build that up. I mean, it's easy to build up, but the question is like like if you introduce mutants into this world right now, do they have the same impact now that all of these superheroes are established and all these people can do all these amazing things? Like would it really be that bad if we're like, oh that 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 guy can run really fast? Well, the difference We've is We've already seen all these characters. The difference amazing. is it's the control and like I, we've seen this in Civil War and everything with them trying to like have the government intervene, mm-hmm. but so far the people with superpowers are all either former government agents or you know people that are super smart and whatever with the exception of the god that comes from space thor but here these are literally normal humans yeah who one day like fucking open their eyes and shoot rocks out their eyes it's the super geniuses but it's also the shithead kids yeah and i i think that's the difference of the fear of the this is now happening to everybody Mm -hmm. there's a problem whereas the super and that's the thing they always face in the comics too of like sure why are Avengers treated one way and X-Men treated another? But yeah. it is literally a, oh, we're all humans, but there's something different about you. It's the fear of the unknown. Mm. I see that. I like this. Do you see them introducing an old Professor X? Or do you no. think he's... I think, he's, yeah, I think, he, I think it's more like James Mac- McAvoy. Do you think they do the bald thing? <laughs> Way down so the line, maybe, but it. I don't just know. let it go. Don't do the Yeah, bald I don't know. Probably not. I mean, I really want to see a straight-up shake-up of the X-Men. Like, he's straight not in a wheelchair up. either? There are certain things we need, and that I think Professor X and Magneto are those things. Like, those have to be there in the, the core cast. Maybe switch out a couple people, but, like, I feel like you need those elements. But change them up, and I know that, like, just changing up little things, like, like race isn't the biggest deal but i wouldn't be surprised to see a black professor x Mm -hmm. like just to say we're in a different world in the same way homecoming it's like zendaya is she mary jane is she not it doesn't matter she's the new version yeah we've already got mary jane we've already seen gwen stacy we don't really necessarily need to see we don't need to see the comic book equivalent adaptation to these characters we can play around with them and And i guess my point is i just want to say this before i get ripped apart i'm not just saying making them black makes them different i'm just saying you're saying you want it doesn't need to be a no but we can open open it up i feel the x-men you're going to see are going to be drastically different i don't think you're i keep half jokingly saying putting laura kinney out as uh, wolverine right and doing all new wolverine and i still think they might do that and could do that and then what it would be is a great hook well we get it backstory of like it's a 22 year old Laura right and she's got the claws and people are like oh the f- how did you get this and she's like I'm actually a clown but I don't want to get in you know what I mean like there was a Logan and he was what people called an enhanced and he they did figure out how to kill him in quotes and like yeah. years and three movies in you can do Lo- old man Logan and have him come back and not be Hugh Jackman but maybe Hugh Jackman and like you know what I mean do all this yeah. cool shit with it it'd be interesting though I, I, I my gut tells me they're gonna go with this more traditional Wolverine because he's so popular and because they haven't done him. Well, right that's yet. why I think you're crazy if you don't think they're putting him in the first movie when they can I, they find the king. I would think they're going to they're going to tease it 
But I feel like that's going to be a gigantic, like, let's build some steam and then knock us out of the fucking park with whoever the new Wolverine is. You can't put him in the first movie. Even I, as like I, the enemy, even at the the like, what if it was just their hunting weapon X? I, I think that that is it's that's too similar to the apocalypse cameo of Wolverine of just like, oh, we're just putting this in here just to put it in here. I think for them to do the X-Men world justice and to build out a franchise, not just, oh, we have the rights we get to make the cool movie. Mm-hmm. Like that sounds like the cool X-Men movie, right? Mm-hmm. They yeah. need to have an Iron Man one before they have the Avengers. But I also think and I agree with that. And I'm just saying as far as uh, recasting the Wolverine as a different total different character. I think what they're staring down the barrel of is they're about to lose all their big stars. And I think they're about to lose all their, by that I mean all their characters, like Captain America and Iron Man aren't going to be the same character anymore beyond this. There's no way that they're going to be like, cool, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, died. Let's cast a guy that kind of looks like Robert Downey Jr. Or do facial reconstruction stuff. They're going to bring someone else totally in. Like in the comic books, it's a, a girl, right? Mm-hmm. Right now. Well, it I, was for a while. Now, I mean, he's back. Well, I assume that at some point they're going to shake that up. So why not? Let's shake it up over there, but let's bring in the Wolverine for the next. 10 years and then give ourselves the latitude of, of recasting that later. I just, and I understand you're making the Spider-Man analogy of obviously three reboots, right? Like in our lifetime or three versions in our lifetime. I just feel like overall, like we're not, you know, outliers. Like the XCU and review was like a rough slog to get through. A lot of people feel that way. I don't want to see the same stories. I want to see it be different. I want to see it shaken up and but, I don't. But point counterpoint, there's a lot of people that want to see it done right. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those people. I want a fucking Wolverine movie like like Logan. Why Why was Logan? Why did it take so long to get to Logan? How come they can't all be somewhere close to that? Yeah. And I want an X-Men movie that really does those characters justice. Again, they can be different, but it needs to feel like an X-Men movie. And to me, the core tenets of an X-Men movie is like, yeah, you are dealing like I kind of disagree a little bit and that they need to shake it up and stay and stay away from the idea of prejudice because that is the that is at the core of what they're fighting. They're fighting the idea of well, like, no, 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 no. I, I'm saying we need that. Yeah. I just don't want it to be the Holocaust. Oh, it doesn't necessarily need to be that, but yes, but, but I think that's important. But it that needs to be, they need to set up that mutants are these, uh, uh like ostracized, uh, uh, group of people who have been bigoted, like, you know, had prejudice against them and are now, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, either way. Like, yeah. Marginalized. Yeah. They're a marginalized group. For sure. Like, that has to be the core of it. Totally. I, just, I wonder how you do. I mean, it's very easy to do. You just have to have, like, a senator or a president that hates them yeah. and turns all of, you know, the world against them, which, you know, is very easy, uh, evidently. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not saying so on the nose of this, but we've seen now 10 X-Men movies, whatever it is, the dynamic between Cyclops, Corey. Jean Grey, and uh, Wolverine, yeah. right? I do feel like if you build that up over multiple movies instead of introducing it in the first one and then kind of like just coming back to it constantly in the worst ways possible, that is a thing that they could do justice, right? I I just think to change a couple elements of Mm -hmm. it, similar to how they did in Homecoming, of just like who is who to who, you know? Yeah, yeah. Then as an audience, that's going to make a lot of sense. They can put that into the world the MCU already built, and I think that makes the most sense because we haven't seen X-Men been done justice. I'll tell you what, though. I love. I mean, the idea of the love triangle is great. I would also not be hating it if they just ditched that all altogether. If they just were like, we're not going to. So then, make what this. is it about the X Men that you don't think they've done right? What they haven't done right? Well, they haven't made a good movie yet, so that'd be a starting point, like an actual good X Men movie. But I mean, like in a real way of like storylines and of of different elements of of what they haven't done right in the X Men. They haven't done anything that comes close to Homecoming, as far as like let's tell a story that makes sense 
Uh, let's tell a story that's very human tale. Let's tell a story that's like as accessible. For the most part, it's just been these weird cobbled together movies. What about Logan? Are we just not including? I mean, Logan, just for uh, the comments. Logan, they I, 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 I loved, and I thought they really knocked it out of the park there. But they haven't done more of that. But that's what I'm saying. That's why it's like you saying you didn't, you don't necessarily want the love triangle. I'm saying I think the love trial triangle is necessary because it's. X-Men is all about the characters interacting with each other and having character development. And that leads into things like the Dark Phoenix saga meaning something. Right. Otherwise, what is X-Men? I guess for me, I've always seen the the Wolverine character, and we'll get to the casting in a second. But I've always seen the Wolverine character as a bit older, and I always looked at sort of like, like, I would love to see the Scott and Gene characters be young. So much so to the point where, where they would look to Wolverine as more of a mentor, like teacher character, an older man. Than, than this. They're not going to do that, I, well, by the that, way. I, if they cast the Wolverine, he will be in his mid-20s or mid-30s. He will be jacked and he'll be older, young. though. I, I think that's Potentially, what they're going to do. But, but, I still, but, I think there's going to be a love triangle thing. Creepy. Uh, it's going to be creepy. Stay away I, from it. But I, that, I don't see Disney doing that. I think they will. I think that would be... We'll see. We'll see what they do. They're not going to make them so young that within a movie or two, they're not 20. Yeah, but at that point, you still have a, a mid thirties, like an older man hitting on someone who's close to their teens. I don't see this. Same thing happened with Mystique, didn't it? Like, what's he, that? In, in Mystique, that was Fox. Though. In the re- yeah, it's a different world. That's that's before we fired James Gunn for you know jokes that he made ten years ago. They're gonna do it. Mark my words. Yeah, also, aren't everybody in Disney animated flicks like fourteen? <laughs> Maybe fucking left and right. Hey man, I'm not gonna say anything after that. Cool. All right. Cool. <laughs> I, think, I think if, I think if you well, I mean, sure. We're bopping around where we don't even have like a we don't even know where we are. We're not even agreed on where we are. We're not a team where time bomb. I just don't see him. We're gonna we we have to get the classic X Men characters, and they have to be done justice, being done differently, or the things we love about them being done correctly because they're not gonna first class this. Do you think so? The one thing you know you're talking about they need an Iron Man, they need this, they need that. Do you think you're gonna get where? You're gonna get a Nightcrawler movie. You're, we're not gonna get X Men. We're gonna get hey, we're gonna introduce these characters in solo flicks Maybe. and have them team up in. Like we'll do three or two. Or, and it is Xavier. It is just called X. It is him on this thing of trying to figure out where other people are, but not like building a team. Not that's a real possibility that I would not be shocked to see. Um, even if they so they build up if, to the Avengers, which is X Men. So they, they introduce yeah, the I, characters I, little by little and put them out there. I can see them even like uh, marketing it slightly differently, being X Men. Something X Men yeah. this X Men that building up to X Men Origins Wolverine yeah nailed it. Um, but I mean, if you did that, then I would love to see yeah a, a Magneto movie. You know mm. what I mean? And just be Magneto and him wrestling with this and mm. figuring it all out, right? And then yeah, I mean, and even if that is Magneto, and I know you don't want it, but if it was modern take and totally different, you know, him and Xavier, right? Of them both, their tangent stories. Not I do connected. want that. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, like to both of you have now, like. Call me out on that. What I'm saying is like I just, I just don't want it to be the same 60s storyline. Mm-hmm. I want it to be them having ideological differences mm-hmm. for something that makes sense in 2018. Sure. I mean that in that in I, in the MCU world. That oh no, I mean, and so that's where I think we are on the same page, right? The snap or whatever, the second snap, whatever we're gonna call it, activates these mutants, right? You have then Magneto who sees his guys, these other people that just like him. He's his power, right? And Charles, for the most part, are internal po- problems right they can do they i know i can move this shit it i'm sure i'm sure i crushed my wife with it or something stupid charles has fucked a whole people a bunch of people in the head like they all dropped around him but it's not like suddenly i look like toad i'm shooting fucking fire from my eye you know what i mean like mm-hmm. there are mutants in this new snapping two world that can't control it and they are being put in cages they are being put on trial for things they didn't do there are protests on college campus of people trying to stand up for these people's rights and then getting made and then you do have then what we're talking about right where xavier's 
testifying somewhere. He was a professor. He still is a professor and he's trying to figure out like this isn't how to do this. And then you have Magneto Eric, right? Who is on the other side of like similar. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's the same thing we're talking about, but you know, MLK versus uh, uh, Malcolm X, like in terms of how yeah. they're strategizing and what they're doing. And mm-hmm. it is this tangent story as they're trying to get the same place, but they've both realized how many mutants there are and that they need yeah. to get them on their I mean, side. They're up against the uphill battle. Like honestly, like the, the, the idea of, I, I mean, the idea of using the snap, Makes sense, but man, that just if they do that wrong, it's gonna feel so cheap. Totally, it's gonna feel so bad and not absolutely. Yeah. And like to me, if, if someone was like, "Hey, someone snaps fingers," but I don't know, I kind of like, I'm like, I want a more organic reason to introduce these characters into the world. Like, to I me, just they really need to have been there for a while. See, that's my problem. Is I hear you, and unless they do whatever they do to undo everything, retcons a whole bunch of stuff, so we're used to seeing mutants. I just don't buy it that ten percent of human population is mutants, and we've never seen them all. Fuck a it all theory. Up is that Professor X has been using his powers to mm. block people from See, realizing those mutants. That would be, again, not great. I think it's even more ideal, lame. <laughs> but at the same time, here, here's why I don't like the idea of retconning stuff. With Excuse me, Nick Scarpino, why don't you like retconning stuff? Because it makes everything that came before it null and void, and that's that makes it feel cheap. That, that's like everything we've built doesn't matter anymore, and I don't like that. I don't like someone telling me that. I get why they would do it, and I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm not watching any more Marvel movies. But the idea of everything like, hey, we're going to change everything now for the direction of that, 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 that feels not right to me. Is that retconning though? Like that's not. Well, if you were to go back and say, well, fair, if it, depending on the point where they go back and change like, stuff. what you're saying would be retconning of adding them that they've been there the whole time. Fair. But weren't you saying that's one of the theories that Professor, Professor X is That's retconning. Yeah. Okay. No, rec- I mean, retconning would be like, hey, we snapped. We're going back 20 years and Iron Man never existed and we're, we're changing everything. That yeah, would be a retcon. Yeah, yeah. I don't think adding elements is just adding new story elements. Like there are uh, no, Captain Marvel's been there the whole time. We didn't know until two movies ago. That's not retconning. We're just introducing new characters. Yeah, but yeah. isn't isn't that what retconning means? Like retroactively changing continuity. Continuity. Yeah, but they Where, do like, that every single time they put a new character in, right? Like well, we're doing we're going back and retconning the continuity right now with Miss Marvel because she's well, yeah. the movie happens in the nineties. I think Captain Marvel is the like one of the the, the earlier cases of that. Well, I guess sure. with with Black Panther and his lineage. They also were like, oh, hey, Black Panther's been here, and you guys just didn't know. But, like, the thing with that is, like, that's not so much retconning. Like, retconning, I feel like you're, you're ex- that we've seen mm-hmm. stuff, we've it's established, and now we're going back and changing why or how that happened. Okay. Adding so mutants, that's what I'm saying. They've been around I, for the last four right. years. I don't think they're retconning. going to do that either way. It's a, it's a normal. I don't think they're going to go snap, and then all of a sudden, drastically, things are changed. I just think that that would be not be good for... All the good, uh, all the goodwill they've built with the fans right now. Uh, they're too smart to do that. It's not going to happen. Yeah, so it's yeah. a point to even argue that. That was stupid for me to bring that up. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I feel like we need hints of it beforehand, and I feel like like Charles needs to be. It would be really weird mm-hmm. for them to be like, "Hey, the first mutant that we see is Charles, and he just discovered his powers." Mm-hmm. That's just kind of strange to me. But I mean, they could do it. I mean, the thing is, like, it's we're we're only talking about it as if it has to be. By the time that we've seen these movies play out, the snap, or not the snap, sorry, the mutant gene being in the wild starting then, it could have happened before Thanos came to Earth, but just a year before. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, the mutants are still in hiding because they're not like they're scared of what's happening or whatever. Mm. Like it doesn't need to be as a result of it could be or if there is a time jump, it could be during that five years. Sure. That's not because of the snap. Yeah. But because of I mean, Mm. that's just what happened. 
that would be out I mean, of the story. yeah, there's a million different ways to do it, right? Okay, there's been five years, and in that time, sure, the Avengers, or well, Tony Stark and everybody's been working on it. So have other people, and there was an experiment that went wrong that released Four. some kind of yeah. gamma radiation or mm-hmm. whatever, some kind of thing that yeah. activated genes and did yeah, all that. That might be the cleanest way to do it. Go, I like your idea, though, of the... Um, Solo movies or whatever it is, sure, yeah. leading into into another movie, and I don't think it necessarily needs to Let's be, say standalone it, movies. It, standalone solo, solo movies make me You're right. Not standalone. They trigger me. Uh, but uh, it, I don't think it would be <laughs> like we saw with Avengers <laughs> of five movies leading into one. It could yeah. even be. Imagine if they just had a movie called X, and it was Professor X, mm-hmm. yeah. and we they they that is the movie that explains the origins of. The mutant gene, right, right, right. And, and why? It's and it, whatever it ends the situation with him is. starting a school. Do you think it starts with mutants? Imagine that. Like, it, it's what if it was his life from being twelve, not having any powers, being a smart guy, like whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Very different take than we've seen in uh, the first class trilogy. And then by the end of the movie, he starts a school. And then the next movie is the next movie, at least in that line, would be X Men. Right. Yeah. It's possible. Could be cool. And then be that cool. be him as the teacher to this first class of mutants being Cyclops and Grand. I question like, for you. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. stick with me. How outrageous would it be if Disney did this? Like, cool, we're doing this. We're doing, you know, we're doing the X Men. We're doing it right. We're going to blah, 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 blah. And they didn't put it in the MCU. How they, fucking outrageous. Stick with me. They give them their own universe and they build to. X Men versus Avengers, or whatever. Where it is that there's a crossover, Giant crossover. There thing. is a the Gal- there is a a tear in the universe thanks to Galactus doing something right, and so like the Avengers movie ends with them seeing you know what I mean, seeing the X Men or vice versa and crossing over and all this jazz, and then they they do a Ultimate Universe six one six and combine them. I hate it, absolutely hate it. I can see them pulling it off and enjoying it very much at the end end result, but that sounds like a very bad idea to me. It sounds like a very easy answer mm-hmm. to getting to the next big thing soon. It took us 19 movies to get to Infinity War. I feel like that would take us five movies of having the X-Men sure. involved. Sure. And I feel like eventually we will, we, we are going to see in our lifetime X-Men versus Avengers or Avengers versus X-Men, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and it's going to be fucking cool. But like we need to build to that. And I think that, that that's going to be more of a Civil War-esque situation. Oh, yeah. um, but you, the thing is, I think we don't know for the first time ever in the MCU, we don't know what's happening next. I don't like, like it. We don't like when a, when Phase Three was coming. We knew all these movies, right? Mm-hmm. Like we knew that after that we were going to get a Doctor Strange, we were going to get an Ant Man, we we're going to get Panther. B- Black Panther. We don't know what happens after four. After four, I can and with a lot of things that they've said in interviews, I can see them not building towards one big major storyline and it being just a bunch of kind of like Boom. we're doing movies for a while. Yeah. It's all in the same continuity, but we're not like. Sure, there's it's not, not like yeah, every yeah, yeah, single yeah. thing builds towards this huge. I can see a phase of more experimental movies like Thor Ragnarok that aren't building towards something, but they're just like, wouldn't it be cool if? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then putting things Do together. Do you think in the same thing we're talking about, you know, XCU having its own universe, what about an Ultimates universe where it was X-Men and it was Fantastic Four and it was Miles Morales? And then you bring, then there's an Ultimates crossover, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, years from now, maybe. eventually, maybe. Uh, that's the thing. Like, I feel like Spider-Man just got, they just did it. It's brand, you know what I mean? Like, they're not going to fuck with that character for a long time. I And, and then the, the other thing to consider is this. Like, they spent a lot of money on the X-Men. So my question is, how quickly do they get another one of those movies out? Like, when 
they got to be thinking like we got to get a fucking X-Men movie out ASAP. You got to imagine though, it's not going to happen. Like I think we're going to get the equivalent of and granted movies move a lot faster now in the MCU than they used to. Um, but I think we're going to see a good year or two of MCU movies. So that's probably between three and six MCU movies that mm. after Avengers four that are not X-Men or Fantastic Four. And I think if we get one of them, I think it's going to be Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four is such an easy get. And I don't understand how they have not been able to actually make that movie good. Hey, I just don't get it. The one and two weren't that bad. Alternatively, Jesse you could- Alba? Yeah, you're gonna you might have to eat those words. The other thing that to consider is like they have Silver Surfer now, which opens up the entire like universe galaxy, yeah. and galaxy. Well, I mean, they already had that opened up with like Guardians, right? Yeah, like, that's they, true. They have done a good job of uh, hey, here's, here's how we're making cosmic make sense. Yeah, even though now Guardians is on ice. Yeah, it'll Sorry. be interesting to see what they do with Surfer because that's building into the Galactus, and I would love to see them do that storyline. Yeah, better. no, I mean that's be I mean fucking amazing. I'd be and I, but I'm I, yeah, I don't know. It'd be awesome to see. Galactus as the cosmic threat and you have all these space characters that you've introduced to yeah. having to deal with that kind of thing and then yeah what what doom is up to on earth yeah I mean dude I don't know is doom that big of a baddie in the comic book yeah. world yeah. yeah like he's that very runs his own bad. country yeah no I mean world taking over bad yeah you know what I mean but yeah he also messes with the cosmic cube and all that kind of shit he wants it, to he wants to relive it yes Kevin Coyle from kind of funny.com it would be really cool for them to build up to Galactus coming I think, I, and I think I, yeah. yeah but for like an overall arcing like 10 movie like little hints of sure scene. exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. similar that, to how they do especially because it makes sense for him too in terms of not having to retcon the mutant gene in but hey the word spreads that thanos is dead the, thanos has been vanquished mm-hmm. right like the mad titan is gone and that makes its way to galactus way on the outskirts he's like oh it's mine to rule now you know what i mean yeah he gets galactus to back in. Like, he's like i'm fuck cool no one yeah, yeah, yeah. Away. and it's not even it's, you know it's like it's a conversation somewhere in a spaceport or bar or whatever, and then it's like, you know, it's, it's Silver Surfer with like a hood up or whatever, and then he like leaves and gets on his board. Fuck well, me. I think you do the opposite. I think you do what they tried to do with the second movie, where Silver Surfer is a bad guy in the first movie. Oh, 100%. Well, that, my, no, no, back, Silver Surfer we, on his board was going to yeah. tell Galactus Thanos is dead. Oh, yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, like, uh, I don't, yeah, it's so interesting because they're not going to do any of that any of the, that stuff in the second Avengers, the fourth Avengers, rather. They're not going to have Galactus fight Thanos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not going to happen. Like, yeah. they're not going to do the, what are they called? Not the Ethereals, the um, the Immortals or whatever they were. Time, Eternity, uh, all that shit. Had it, fuck, had it. Celestials. Celestials. Yeah, so they're not doing any of that stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how they, how or when they, they introduce him. But, no. man, I want a Silver Surfer movie, and I want it to be groovy, man. I want it to be just like the power cosmic. Let's you go. You just want to be badass power or bad cosmic. guy the entire time? Or yeah, you, you, well, want, no, you want I'd his lo- story getting broken out of you do is, I think with, with Surfer, you give you introduce him as the bad guy like they tried to do in the second one. Yeah. And then we get an origin story movie. And gotcha. then we get the battle with Galactus. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I think we hate him first and then we see him and then he becomes the the good guy. And then potentially in the movie after that where he is. Like Loki. Guy. Exactly like Loki, except Surfer is better and dope. No. Although the question is, how do no. you do Surfer? Definitely no. <laughs> better than Loki? I, I'm a Loki fan over Silver Surfer. Wow, man. People love Silver I don't, Surfer. I actually don't have I'm not a, one of them. I'm not a horse in this race, to be perfectly honest. Silver Surfer is one of the guys who just gets points for being cool. He's, he's cool. He's, he's, surfer, he's, he's silver and he's got a surfboard. He's, he's the fucking going space through the world, galaxy. Baby. Come on, man. It'll be, interesting, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they do another one of those and if they do how they introduce the character. Because one of the hard things about making a surfer the main character is that he's not very expressive. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's 
So we'll see if we he just has watched, like a, a normal form and then a surfer form would be interesting. We just watched three Spider-Man movies where his we can't see his mouth and his eyes don't change. Yeah. And I think we're about to watch two more. Like, I think they could get around server. You think the so? Surfer could, he can emote just fine, I think. Fair point. He can emote far more than most of the people we just yeah. saw that are yeah. in the spider suits. Good point, good point, yeah. good point. I feel when the MCU succeeds the most is when it takes, it takes what the Marvel Universe has built over 60, 70, whatever the fuck years yeah. um, that's existed and takes what works and tries to adapt it. And when it doesn't work, they adapt. And I think we've seen that with Thor, where mm, um, mm. as far as I know, Thor's never been this doofy, funny guy that we saw in, in Ragnarok and in Infinity War. Yeah. Like in the Ultimate series, they kind of played the role or that played him as like, oh, you're this guy that that is a drunk that thinks he's a god. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then eventually it's revealed he is a god, which yeah. is such a cool fucking thing to do. Um, but we've never really seen him as funny guy as this guy he is but the mc was like this is what we need him to be yeah we've had now multiple movies where thor is everyone's least favorite part so how do we change that and i think they did a great job and i think that they're gonna do a good job with x-men and with fantastic four and with all these new, i mean yo i have the utmost faith in the mcu right yeah. in, their, in their team right of like yeah they've made everything awesome I never thought I'd care about Guardians. I never thought I'd care about Black Panther. I never thought I'd care about Ant-Man. The list goes on. Yeah. I currently have no real excitement for Captain Marvel, but I'm sure I'm going to love Captain Marvel. I love Brie Larson. She's great in her movies, but I yeah, know totally. nothing about this character, really. And I'm like, all right, let's see what happens. So cast of the first X-Men movie. I still don't think we can do it. Really? There's no like decision. No, no, I'm saying cast of. Sorry. I meant who's the cast? Yeah. I don't think. I mean, I don't think we're any of us are on the same page. They, we have to pick what the movie is to go on and cast it. I think you know what I mean. Otherwise, well, I mean, let's just go off what we think the first X Men movie is. Like, so I think it's going to be an Xavier story. I think it's going to be called. I, I, we're sticking with what we've pitched here. It's going to be called X. It is Professor X as Charles Xavier. Charlie, we'll call him. Okay. You know what I mean? He runs a bar in Philadelphia with his two friends. Okay. Uh, Danny DeVito is there. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I think, I mean, then, yeah, I think that's where it starts. And I think you do have to, but even, but then it's got to be, it can't be uh, first class and it can't be what we've seen before, right? So it's got to be a Professor X solo film of him wrestling with this. And I guess, yeah, chasing down Magneto. So mm-hmm. we're we're gonna cast this. Okay, oh, we're, but we're talking it. about the first one. Okay, so we're we're pitching the first movie right now from everything we've talked about. Give me the pitch. Well, we're, you're with it. You're on it with me. X. X. So we're, we're Professor. Calling, X. It's X. It's Professor okay. X, and I think then yeah, it's got to be Magneto, which I know has been done before, but I think it is a two young contemporaries as they're going through trying to figure this out and leading different sides of the same battle of what's happening with all these new enhanced. But no, they're mutants. They're different. They're us. We have to okay. fix them. Yes or no? Yeah, that sounds good. Let's okay. go with that. Let's now, with that. can we come up with something different than Magneto? Don't want to say better then. Sure. I mean, you can go hard and go sinister. See, I'm thinking, and this is crazy, but to get him into the MCU, is there some character from the MCU we can put him up against to kind of build into the world? Sam Rockwell. You want him to be the bad guy or the good guy in this? Uh, X? Yeah. X being the good guy. But going up against something, some element we've seen already, or I, I don't know. Like it could even just be, it doesn't need to be a bad guy, but it could just be the MCU government against him or something. Yeah, you know, like I mean, he could then be what him is versus the, so, Shield. You know, whatever the new form, the new yeah. New so what is uh, what are what are Professor X's motivations in this then? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if it's we're moving away from the civil rights thing, is he? Like a Greenpeace activist for mutants that's like infiltrating and blowing things up and fucking shit up and trying to free his people, but then isn't he just Magneto then? 
Yeah. Like, that's the thing, as I feel. And granted, my my X-Men scope is limited. It's the cartoon. It's some of the games. It's the games. It's the movies, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, I don't know all these different iterations of him, but I feel like he's got to play that pass not pa- yeah pacifist role really right of like there's a better way and i'm trying to save these people through these means mm-hmm. that's why i need a team to protect and defend yeah more than be on the offensive i mean it all depends what on you're talking about i would i mean what you're talking about what i would say then is it's not x it's magneto mm-hmm. and magneto is this agent who is the greenpeace guy who is going in and doing this stuff and he's on college campus and he's fucking people's guns up while they're trying to shoot protesters and yeah. he is going up against shield he is going up against Nick Fury because they've labeled him a terrorist in this fight. And then they bring in this expert, Charles Xavier, who they don't understand as a mutant as well. And he's using that kind of thing. And then there is the moment of them meeting and understanding each other and like, wait, why are you working for them? There's definitely some, I mean, people, like, if there's one thing superhero movies and critics have taught us is that we like superhero movies where we can feel sympathetic towards the villain, right? Yeah. yeah. And like time and time again, that's the case. And that's why Infinity War is our number one currently in the MCU in review. Great movie. And what, yeah, so I kind of like this. I just don't know if. I like the idea of it being Magneto. And I feel like people can relate to that. They'd mm-hmm. understand what's going on there. And if we did introduce him into the world and dealing with all the, the gene stuff going on, mutant gene, not gene gray. Yeah, see, my, I don't know, my brain goes an opposite way where it's it's a little bit smaller of a story where it's it's cyclops i'm sorry not cyclops excuse me uh professor x potentially like discovering jean gray and having to save her from herself or something like that you know like it's a smaller movie where they do someone does come to him and they're like you're the only person that understands this person and she is destroying shit and doesn't understand how to control her powers and she has to be stopped and by and he has that moral conundrum of saying like either i kill like i can probably stop this person. I have to figure out how to kill this person. But what if I helped this person instead? And that's the crisis of conscience that he faces where it's like kill or help and then goes toward the help. And then that change that changes everything. See, Do you know what I mean? I really like this because yeah. if we, if we take the idea uh, of, let's just say that the, the mutant gene is a new thing in mm-hmm. the MCU. It is, it's 2019 that this thing is exposed to everybody. And professor X is a, professor at a school or yeah. at least a very smart individual well, he figured he knows how the mind works and knows how to yes. like, train himself but it doesn't quite have a grasp of his powers either he's a smart guy not in the way that we've seen with bruce banner or tony stark or whatever he's a smart guy in a very philosophical way mm-hmm. right psychology and that type of stuff and so when this thing happens and he becomes a, a telepath because he's older and more intelligent and grown he has a better grasp on it. Yeah. So then when he finds Jean Grey or like Jean Grey, when this stuff's happening, he does go to her to like, cause she's a young kid at this point. Right. And he has to figure out. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of intricacies can happen there. I, I just feel like the idea of him versus Magneto is like, you have to then of course introduce the concept of like, you have to introduce the concept that Magneto knows what's going on and find someone that makes him the helmet. Right. Otherwise, how could he possibly think to, to stop Charles Xavier from, mind controlling the shit out of him and having to just walk into a cage. Well, I mean, isn't this the same thing of like what you're talking about though, that Charles doesn't have a grasp of his powers yet. We don't, he's not the professor X that can kill everybody in Logan. He's a professor X that can read minds, but maybe not influence people yet. And I, I like that. He can move things. I, or, I really like, like the no, idea of having these movies be the origin story for these characters. Mm-hmm. And I know that like, we're so sick of origin stories, but I feel like with the X-Men, we actually got to take it back. Yeah. And go it, from it there. would be, it would be interesting to see. So working Magneto into this, if it was Magneto, if the three main players were Magneto, Jean Grey, and Professor X, it would be interesting if you flipped it and made it 
Magneto is kind of the good guy in this, even though Professor X is is the main character. But he sees like Magneto's trying to protect Jean Grey, and Professor X is trying to like and that's stop her and stop them. And then he's viewed by them as the bad guy, and you're he's morally like we don't well, I don't know where I'm gonna be. Wasn't in the Ultimates Professor X turned out not to be a good guy, right? Weren't you talking about this with Kevin the other day? Yeah, the Ultimates gets really crazy. But I mean, like that, that's a while. Again, down the that line. would be the thing of like. When you guys are talking about, oh, or, you know, no offense, but I mean, like, you know, Professor X and Jean Grey, and like, I'm like, I so Fuck don't you. want to fucking watch that movie again. Like, I feel like I've seen this flashbacks, whatever, even Jean Grey mentioning shit. Both hot. But I'm saying, like, I would love it if we went into that movie thinking that's what we were going to get. And guess what? No, Magneto is the one who's actually on the right side of history. Right. Professor X is a bit bad. It turns out he's the bad guy. They fight him off. They kill him like every other movie. And then it is Magneto and Jean Grey being like, I'm starting the X-Men. You know what I mean? Maybe the last second Professor X saves them. He's like, well, I'm going to call him the X-Men. You know what I mean? And we're going to do this thing and not, not be that on the nose about it. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? Of like, well, I'm going to build this team now. And he gets all new Wolverine like he should. All new Wolverine. I don't know. We're getting we're getting a male Wolverine in, this, in these movies. Fucking Thank I'm you. sick of we're getting big time Wolverine. Hollywood. I really think that we do. Okay. Uh, I think we might get. Thanks. Can I get more water? Lore or some uh, younger female Wolverine in addition. But Yeah, yeah. So this is this is interesting though. How far can we go with this? Is it ruining the X Men if Magneto's the good guy and no. Professor X is the bad guy going forward? Like that's just this is the world that we're building. Oh, you mean just going forward? Like yeah. Magneto's the it's good not, guy? There's no end flip. It's well, I mean, end flip where he gives his life. Like I mean, like you know what I mean? It is that thing of the last second? He's like, ah, oh, I was kind of wrong or whatever. Yeah, because you know why would you call him the X Men? Mm. That's my that's one. Good you know what I mean? Like that's what we need. Call is M Men. We're the M Men. We're the Men Men. Men. No, I don't think that ruins it because I think it's like everything else we've ever talked about in any of these movies where change, whether it be in video games, the internet, or comics, is always met with organic web shooters and everybody's fucking furious, right? But you're talking about Homecoming now, where it is like. Cool, Zendaya's MJ, but it's maybe not Mary Jane, and it doesn't really matter. And there's no Gwen Stacy, and this isn't the end of the world. You're all gonna be fine. You know what I mean? Like that's a smaller change, though. That's this is the equivalent to being like Peter Parker is not Spider Man. I guess which has happened. Here, here's the thing: when you really stop and think about what makes the Avengers the Avengers, it's that they are superheroes that work together as a team to solve conflicts. Mm-hmm. When you look at Spider Man and the story, what's it about? It's Pajamas. about it's about Peter Parker on a very small scale in a city and the inhabitants of that city connecting with each other in different ways. When you look at X-Men, it is about ideological conflict between two different sides, right? Yeah. yeah. So I feel like as long as you keep that intact, it doesn't matter what changes you make, who's on what side or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Still, no, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right, and but but Greg's question of like, how, what do you, how you call them, the X Men? Then does become a little bit more of a not, problem. Not if it's called the X Gene. That's true. That's because it is. Yeah, and like yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I think like call <laughs> Professor X and the X Men that does get a little, a little bit on the weird. Nose. Yeah, that's, it's very '60s comic sure, book, right? Sure, sure. But hmm. we've already gone one way with this, and I like where we're going. Yeah. One thing I'll float out as a a different take on this, right? What if we did it this way, where? Um, oh fuck! I lost the name of it. Uh, Nick, I need your help. Quentin Tarantino movie, The Bear Jew. They kill Hitler. Uh, Glorious bastards. Inglorious bastards. bastards. Yeah. What if we did that, where the gene's been activated, 
we have all these mutants. They're being taken. There's all this conflict. There's it's in the courts and it's on the campuses and it's all this different shit. But then stick with me. I know him from Marvel Heroes and God rested soul. What a great game that was. But like you know the guys who carve the M in their head and they're like the purifiers. They're the one. They're the humans that are going out and killing mutants in the streets I and shit. Fucking forget. They're, the it, Morlocks. No, no but them. those guys, the humans that are like mutants are an abomination. We're out here basically uh, uh, lynching them, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was that we had the inglorious bastards that are, that are the X Men. You know, they, they, and mm-hmm. they uh, they move underground off the radar. They're there to you know free these other mutants, take out these bad guys. It's it's a smaller conflict in this bigger story, but they're you know what I mean, like something to float out and think about. I like yeah. where we're at already no, though that, with Magneto being the good guy. But I think that I think that group of people has to be integral to this first one anyway. Right. Who's hunting them down? Is it the government? Is it these Morlocks or not Morlocks, excuse me. We call them Morlocks. Mm-hmm. For the movie we're the talking mutants, about by the way. For the movie we're talking about, yes, it is the government. It's whatever SHIELD is now not good guy shield the bad guy shield Hydra. It, well yeah but is it I mean it's not maybe it is Hydra that'd actually be interesting Hydra's out there they've got Professor X on their side they're doing all this shit I don't like this you don't like anything Kev the no, thing is like the it. MCU has built so much shit that we know and are familiar with in this world we have to play with it oh shield has to be involved like shield has to be hunting these people down whether or not it's shield though like whatever like Iteration we have after the snap because like shield but currently like, doesn't exist. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's um, true. Um, but but I like the idea of that moral ambiguity, right? Where it's hey, we have to save these people from themselves. We're shield, and that's always been shield's mo. Where it's like we're gonna protect. We know better. Or we're gonna we're gonna do the the ends justify the means, and the means can get pretty brutal sometimes. But ultimately, it's about protection. You're like, well, how how far does that go? And they played with that idea with Captain America uh, in Avengers and all that stuff. So I like the idea that Shield is is or, or the government is trying to do the right thing, but they're just going about it the wrong way. I just don't know which side Xavier has to be on that one. Bad guy, he's a bad guy. What if I'm sold on it? I'm they sold go, on it. What if they go a very different direction with mm-hmm. this? Let's say there is no solo movie going into it. It is just X Men, but the whole thing is we're just kids that don't know how to deal with this, and we're learning. And it's similar to Homecoming in the sense that they're they're really young. But all it's it's more of a puberty type story, like high school type story with it, where it's like that love triangles is all that there is. And I'm not talking about Wolverine. I'm talking about let's say Kitty Pride's involved. Like we since we're we're not stuck to any continuity here. Our first line of X Men could be anybody that we it's want. True. I feel like we do need Cyclops. We need Storm. We need Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. Probably Iceman, right? But this then is a problem. Like, you keep you start going down. You're like, I want to see these people in it. I want to see Iceman in it. But I don't think that's a problem. I think that there's a reason that those are the core. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it's 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 hard to rectify without their that 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 pitch you just made. And by the way, Greg, your lines are amazingly straight. Mm-hmm. I just wanted you to know that you're very good at this. Um, it's hard to have that without there being some level of mentor character. Right when you say you've got an aimless group of kids that are running out there, like the power of X Men's always been like somebody like a Tony Stark has to come in and be like, "We need to figure out what to do with these people." I'm saying still have X. Okay, but I'm have, saying let's Trump. not He's have mentoring the, him in a bad way. Like like that that would be fucking cool. But uh, I'm not saying. Uh, what, what my point is maybe not having it be this thing where there's this big villain coming in to fuck everything up. Yeah. Like the it well, is. I mean, a, it could be very very small story for the first movie of yeah. just them learning their powers and trying to use them and not in a way like first class where it's like, we got to learn our powers to fucking fight this other group more. Just like, yo, we really just need to learn our powers and then build up to the storyline of fuck. We're kids that never, we were just trying to control this. Now we need to use it to fight. Yeah. That could be really interesting. I I still think they go the way of, yeah, I I like your idea. I think if you go with that though, you have to go with, there isn't an eminent threat that has been set up 
and these kids are being hunted down and that threat is like a, the sentinel program or something like that like i really loved how the the original cartoon series starts off which is like we're introducing sentinels right off the fucking bat these things are gigantic like mutant hunting things and that's because this new threat quote unquote threat yeah. is being seen by the government as you know, these are mutants and these kids do not know how to deal with their powers and they're they're pushed toward the Professor X character. I think the problem with that is that that the funny thing about X-Men is we don't ever really get the origin stories, right? Yeah. It's like the, it, we're kind of just thrust into of like Professor X is a thing. These are a thing. We go back later and hear about like the sure. origins of this or that. But it's like we never really get stories of day zero. The gene is out there. You it's know? activated and it's activated. Like what's happening is like a zombie apocalypse thing. You never really get the initial storyline right and i think that that's what these movies have to do is have that really 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 early probably days. i mean that's what they're good at right the ones the movies we love most are the origin stories movies so we have to have some level of that introduction into this like it'd be weird if xavier was just a known thing like i know i'm kind of contradicting myself from earlier but like you're right i thinking about it like we've got to see his story to some degree or someone's story to some degree yeah mm. unless it's wolverine in which case introduce him don't make any reference to where he came from let yeah. him be the Wolverine We're good. for a while. We're fucking good. Let him just be it. What's up, Kev? I was going to say, with Spider-Man, we didn't get an origin story, and I felt like that was really refreshing. But that's because we've point. gotten so many origin stories. I'm saying with the X-Men, we don't have that. Mm. You know? Mm. Like, certain characters, like Logan, we have too much origin mm. story. Mm. But a lot of the other, and I'd say Magneto is another one of those. Um, and Xavier, to an extent, it's the, the whole thing. But, like, I like the idea of, in the very earliest stages... What if it was? What if the movie was more like a weird montage thing? Weird like, science of just a bunch of different characters getting their first experiences, learning this shit, and like, kind of the the movie culminates with them all coming together. But it's like a bunch of like all the main different characters: Professor X, Magneto, the kids, all being in the same, given the same amount of screen time, the same amount of focus. But it is. One movie that's an origin story, but it's all of their origin stories. Yeah, they could work. And we don't see an overlap until maybe like midway through the second act or something. Yeah, there still needs to be a threat, though. There still needs to be something hunting these kids down. Yeah. There needs to be something driving them together. Whatever program from the government's been Yeah, deployed. there's going to be like, no matter the what Sokovia they do, there's going to be a, yeah, there's gonna mm -hmm. be a mutant program by the government that's going to be like, outwardly, hey, this, everything's cool, we're just kind of, and, and we're well, like, we're fucking torturing well, okay, these kids well, and have to figure out what's going on because we want super soldiers. No, only Gary Shandling was still around. What if, what if the MCU, <laughs> what if this thing happens and all of a sudden, like a bunch of people having these different fucking feelings in themselves, whether yeah. they're kids or teenagers or adults or everybody, right? And let's say there's like news reports of 5% of the population or not even, let's say 1% of the population has come forth as having weird things happening to them. Our hospitals are being overrun with all this shit. And it's like, then it is kind of a thing of all the different characters dealing with it. And then be like, fuck, how am I going to do this? And there's certain characters like Magneto that can have whatever backstory they want of just mm -hmm. like, fuck this. I'm not letting people hunt me. This is how this is going to end. Or if we flip it with professor X or whatever, but um, there being a kind of Logan esque safe haven that they're saying in the movie where it's like, everyone come here. Like if you're feeling weird, we have this hospital feeling opinion. weird, but you know what I mean? I yeah. totally get it. But if, just people if, are showing up. I got a scratchy throat. They're like, it's not what we mean. Not that kind that's of weird. Not sir. that kind of weird. That's what WebMD is here's, for. Here's some penicillin. We'll but see maybe, you later. But maybe yeah. even that, and that could be even it. We're just like, people are freaking out because there's this thing happening to yeah. humanity. I think they won't go with this because it's too similar to the snap of like such a huge thing happening to the, the world at once. But like, that could be the thing where that's why all of them are heading to one place. But 
through their backstories, we figure out their different intentions of what mm. they're going to do when they get there. Yeah. Where Professor X is like, I'm going to get there because I'm the smart guy and I'm going to try to talk to these people and be like, this is okay. Your changes are beautiful, mm -hmm. whatever. And then my news coming in like, nah, fuck this. They're trying to gather them, everyone there to, to kill them. Right. Yeah. Because you know? yeah. then it's not Sentinels. Then it's not this like, because I feel it's a little quick to jump to the Sentinels. But it's like, I like the idea of, I don't, I just don't know who would be behind what that. Was the, there was a story, wasn't that already a story where it was um, the living the living island? Utopia? No, it wasn't Utopia. New, it's, it's, New Genosha? I think New Genosha might be right. It was yeah. when they introduced the X-Men class that we grew up with from like 96, where they went to go rescue the original class. I don't know. Yeah. The original class. Yeah, New Genosha, isn't that the from Princess Diaries? Isn't that what Anne Hathaway yeah, ruled that over? Was, it, it, was, was, it was actually a similar name. It was that's a similar actually name. in the X Men universe. Yeah. That's crazy. Fuck, I didn't know that. Yeah, her grandmother that Dame comes, Judy Dench. Uh, yeah, as a shapeshifter. Wow, that's actually fuck. a mistake. Wow, weird. Wow, super weird. It's really weird. So, either way, if, if let's just say there's an X movie, right? Sure. Let's who's the cast in that? If Professor X is evil, Kelsey Grammer. Damn. Just putting Bring that him back. Yeah, I know, right? Because hey, it'd be a fun thing. You get one movie of because Ke Kelsey Grammer, charming. Kelsey Grammer, read me the fucking yellow pages, yeah, and I'm man. in it. But then at the end, when he turns out to be bad, he does the evil Kelsey Grammer shit. Fuck me. I feel like you're like Kelsey. Put that Frasier reboot on hold. Exactly. And let's just go deep one more. You uh, think, what do you think it would take to get Kelsey Grammer back to the X Men universe? Not hard. No, hey, you don't have to be in the blue makeup. Oh, fine. Now I got a paycheck. Sure, I'm in. That'd be great. Uh, if Magneto's evil, Steve Harvey. Damn, nailed it. We're I there. feel like this whole topic was just so you could say the word. Just so Steve we can Harvey. get to Steve Harvey. So Thanks for watching, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we? What are we? What movie are we picking? I still think that's key to casting this. Yeah, totally. I, I think that for the sake of this conversation, yeah. we should start with a, a movie called X. Okay. What is that movie though? We need. Are we to doing Magneto's the good guy and in, in that's Russia a big X question, the bad man. and Jean Grey? Because I like the idea of it ending with Magneto like and Jean Grey being like we have to. Well, he's locked up. You want him to be good. I, no, I, I want him to then be the bad guy. Th going on. You don't want yeah. him to just be bad for one movie. You want him to be the continuing threat. Yeah. Okay. I can give you that. If, you that. if we're going with this, and that's why we I are. think this falls apart, because See, I don't yeah, like bad guys as telepaths. Yeah, when I, but that's the thing. When I said he's the bad guy, I meant if, of this story, but he thinks he's doing the right thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, like he thinks does, yeah. this person, like, obviously they were like, we need to get this guy to help us out because this other person is a telepath. And a whatever the hell her other power is, she, she can levitate and shit, right? Or is she just telepath, telekinetic. Yeah, doesn't she have telekinesis? Like we got to get this person to end this other person, and then Magneto comes to her aid, and that's and he's fighting those two, but he's still maybe potentially even the protagonist of the story, and they're the antagonists. Except you sympathize with them too because they're being hunted down. That's that's what I would go with on this, and then eventually he has a change of heart at the end, and being like, "Oh shit, I'm doing the wrong thing." Like I'm trying to, like he gets to a point where he has to kill someone. He's like, "I can't do this. This is no, wrong. You're fucking pussy." I have to, yeah. I I should be saving this person. I should be giving this person an olive branch and and, and helping her teach, like learn her powers. And by that point, Magneto's like, "I am galvanized against you. You have fucked me up, and we are going to fight forever." And like, see what this, you know, he uses like, see what the government will do to kill you. And he's, I he's just hope they don't do the hunted down storyline in the first movie. I think you need there to be a buildup and for you to know a cast of characters for that to mean something. I think they could do it though. Cause I think they could do, there's been this like undercurrent secret operation to hunt these things down that no one really knows about. 
and that's maybe where they start because I, it, it would be interesting to play with the idea of yeah maybe this thing just happened but it's not out yet nobody knows about it yet nobody knows that there's this undercurrent this title coming huh. this title wave coming it's just so difficult because I just don't buy that you could do that because the whole part of X-Men and why people hate them is that they're fucking crazy like they don't they can't control well, it well that's what I'm saying you want to tell a much smaller story you tell the story of just these this government organization trying to hunt down these few people that have this extraordinary ability and then at the very very end of it you introduce the concept of like once whoever's learning their lesson and whoever's the main character of this which i assume would be a professor x is you get to the end of it and he thinks well you made it there's more of us and now my job in life is to gather those people and help them and train them mm. and help them how they've been hiding society them. because the no guy's one, got how, laser eyes how would you, but i mean that's the thing how would i don't know maybe he's not the first person maybe it's just the person that can control weather and it's like nobody's ever figured it out. There's the constant storm cloud over storm. She's walking like raining just on her. Well, you know what I mean? But like who, who would know? Like there's this world where the fucking thunder god comes from the clouds every once sure. in a while. You're like, maybe sure. Thor was over there. Like, I don't know. You know, no, like, no, 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 no. people yeah. have been making their best kept secret to, to keep this stuff under wraps or the mutant gene just started expressing itself. And now he's like, oh, my God, this is my lot in life is to to go help these people. What if there was an eclipse? And that's what was really setting it all off. And that's what activated all the power. Remember the movie all Day of the, the Comet? Where the comet goes overhead, and if you're not in lead, it just turns you to dust. No, but that sounds okay. cool. It's some of that movie I was telling you about. Uh, that one I wanted you to watch with I the glow it. sticks. Yeah, equilibrium is, isn't right, but it's no, something like con- a- Constance. Equilibrium's dope. Well, what, what's the, you don't know the movie I'm thinking about though? No, but equilibrium is the movie where it's like in the future. They all go to a house and, like, party. They all take pills. And then they have the oh guns. yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. with uh, Christian Bale yeah that they, was dope Gunfu is that what they call it they did call it Gunfu think about all this while I tell you about our sponsor okay. everybody our sponsor is Hims if you didn't know sixty six percent of men lose their hair by age thirty five and the problem is once it starts to happen it's too late you got to do stuff early when you see those signs isn't that right Nick Scarpino absolutely uh, Hims of course for Hims.com is a one stop shop for hair loss skincare sexual wellness and more for men Nick you and Andy are using it right now for hair loss we are and sometimes. I eat Andy's vitamins without him knowing. When you say vitamins, they're gummies. They are. What you could do is you go to forhims.com, you talk to a doctor, you send in photos, the doctor talks to you, and they find the right prescription, uh, generic prescriptions for you that then help you keep your hair, just like Nick and Andy did. Was it easy, Nick? It is indeed. Um, there's no waiting room, no awkward uh, doctor visits, and you can save hours by going to forhims.com. You answer quick questions, the doctor reviews it, and they prescribe you what you need. And these products are shipped right to your door. Order now. My listeners get a trial month of Hims for just $5 right now while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost you hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. Go to forhims.com slash Greggy. That's F O R H I M S dot com slash Greggy. Forhims.com slash greggy so you're still intent on casting this picture mm-hmm. we know nothing about it nothing is cooked i mean i i, I love this conversation oh, I the conversation is great forever. this is the show now i just feel like, oh, i'm aware nick, i'm aware that's why your I'm, topic is next week no i figured when we hit the 215 <laughs> yeah. mark yeah yeah, yeah. i was like hey, well you know it was 30 minutes of pre-show remember there's pre-show. pre-show you watch live or you can catch it on great fridays pre-show. early on patreon on the video it's only up on patreon um so then I say we're casting Jean Grey, Professor X, and Magneto for the movie. That seems to be the constant in these movies we're talking about. The Magneto part's what throws me off. What part about it? You don't want it? Him being in the movie or not. Oh, my God. I hate this movie. I hate this movie. Yeah, but like you would say that about Ant-Man. You said that about Ant-Man. I didn't say I hated Ant-Man. You did. I didn't say I hated it. You did. It. No. I guarantee. Tom Hawkins. 
Who are the, Go who out are the, and watch the fucking gog of us talking about talking about the Marvel. And I said, lineup. I hate Ant Man. You're just like, there's no way this movie's gonna be good. That's possible. Literally, everyone was like, fuck this. Why would I be interested and in this? That, like, Guardians of Galaxy, Ant-Man. they have me on an, on a gog, being like, that movie, I don't give a shit about. Mm-hmm. And then guess Dark what? Stern, Turned all out, of them. Uh, history was wrong. And I mean, now we're still talking about it to this day. <sighs> well, who cool. are the other bad guys? In the uh, Mar- in the blob, it's blob. So I'm saying, don't have it be an Senator Kelly. You want so, but I mean, who do we have left? I I think you want me to read Ragu Bagu Volume One. No, 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 no. no, yeah, no. I do. just really think that it just needs to be things in the world of the MCU, not bad guys. Dormammu. Just th- just the, the government of the MCU would make sense. Like random ass. Nah, you gotta have a big bad guy. I don't know, man. That's how that's MCU's non the plum, man. That's their that's their. Well, here's the thing: if it's MO. like anything else in the MCU, it's just got to be it's going to be got the exact same powers. So who has the same powers? As Jean Grey, that's what I'm saying. They got her down. She's like, "Fuck you!" He's like, "Ah!" Just soils himself. <laughs> <laughs> just, he just keeps making him fucking shit himself everywhere she goes. Oh, I, I had a different read on that. I did, but I, that I would switched be, it over. It was, that uh, would be awesome if there was a, a running, pants. if like literally they, after their first encounter, he, she just goes in and <laughs> flies away or whatever. And they're like, why aren't we chasing? He's like, she made me shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I've shit my pants, everybody. We need to come up with a better way to fight this, her. This person must be stopped because <laughs> this is horrible. This is the worst thing. The brown out. Well, I feel like we should at least cast Professor Xavier because he's for sure going to be in this movie. James McAvoy. James McAvoy did a great job. He did. With what he had. But the problem is he's got too much baggage, right? He's got all those. No, 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 we can't go back. We can't go back. We have to afford. The problem is with all of this, with the casting segment of this episode, is I truly believe we should not know who any of these people are. And I think that they need to be young enough Sean that Finnegan. we just don't know. <laughs> Damn, that was really funny. Uh, we should not know the actors' names, right? Because we don't know them when we think, who are young actors? Until we knew Tom Holland, we didn't know Tom Holland. Yeah, but they're right? going to bring someone in that's quasi-established. like done Later, before. the Wolverine. Cameron Cuff. I honestly, Professor X. <laughs> I just think the problem is it's like when we are pe- thinking of people this age, like there's not that many... It's difficult. It's difficult to to find. And the X Men already fucked it up thing, with like, a lot of the people that were good. It's hard to find someone in there, like to think of. Rather, I'm sure we could easily find one, but that that's the hard <laughs> thing is like you you have to cast someone who is just known enough, but hasn't broken through yet. But someone whose career is like not skyrocketed because then they're not expensive and you can get them locked in for like ten movies. Let's make this easier. Yeah, we cast the X Men movie using the cast of Stranger Things. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Because that's that's literally what we're talking about here. If, if we're talking about age appropriate shit, right? Yeah, I mean, I would. Yeah, yeah. Millie Actually, Bobby Brown. To be fair, Jean Grey. Millie Bobby Brown would oh, be a great Jean Grey. She already is. I'm in. She would be awesome. I'm she in. is Jean Grey. She sort of already played that character. She yeah. is Jean Grey. She pretty much has played that character. I mean, she's a great actor. What if we do the kid with the curly hair as Wolverine? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we need you to get really jacked and about twenty years older. And like, okay, on okay, it. I'm on it. Let's try it. Yeah, that's the hard thing. I mean, the, the, the problem is like uh, my brain. I'm terrible with casting. Like my brain wants like, everything I've seen before, and I love Michael Fassbender as as Magneto. But I, you can go a totally different direction with that. You can do anything. How old is Professor X in, in this movie? In this, because I think that he's late twenties. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little younger. Let's go twenty six. I think 
No. Well, he's yeah, a professor. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah I guess that's fine. Let's Age appropriate. Maybe his first year professor. Kevin, get me a list of 26-year-old actors. Hey, Greg, how well do you remember Princess's Diaries? Look at that. Princess Diaries. Uh, I mean, fairly well. Okay, do you remember her best friend? Yes, of course. That woman yeah. had a child. The child <laughs> the is kid? the kid from Stranger Things. Do you know that? Wait, what? Wait, well, that woman, the child, no, is the kid. That woman had a child. Had a child. Millie Bobby Brown? No. The, the the guy with the curly hair with the missing teeth. No. Yeah. The best friend, the, the best nerdy friend. best friend. Let's yeah. just call it a spade a spade. The nerdy best friend from Princess Diaries mm -hmm. has a child yeah. that is the curly haired guy from Stranger Things. Yeah. How old is the the nerdy best friend? Eighty seven. Kevin, this these don't facts don't check out. I Let's do not Google believe Let's for it. a fucking second that woman is old enough to have a child that old. Take it to the Google. So what am I looking at? Heather. The Google. Here we go. Heather Matarazzo. Like, now she is. Wait, hold on. She was born in 82. So she's 36 years old. She's 36 years old. And Gaten Matarazzo. He's 15 years old. Wait. It, 21. Maybe, I guess that kind of checks out. I think it's trying to check out. She what? had him at 21. Holy Wait, shit. Wait, where's her fucking. Where's the thing about who her mom is? Who is his mom? Who is his mom? This isn't on Wikipedia personal you're telling life. me? Go to personal life. Personal life. Marazza was born in Little Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey. He has place. an older sister, a younger brother. Mazarak has City Who's his older sister? That's yeah, what I'm it's saying. It's weird that it doesn't have like. Yeah, I don't believe it's true here. for a fucking second. Yeah. You're telling me at 21, she had this kid, immediately shoved him into movies and TV shows, and he's amazing. He's a great actor, by the way. I love He's a kid. fantastic actor. No one's taking anything away from Gaten. Parents, parents are Gaten. Heather Maserato and Gaten Maserato Sr. Yeah, Heather Maserato. That's the girl we're talking about. No, expand. I mean, you don't get No, we're saying Maserato, but there's a lot more A's in this name. Maserato. Hold on, the first article will answer our question. Gaten's mom, Heather Maserato, describes herself. Wow. You were wrong, Greg. Just tell her what year you're born. Go back to that. Go back to that. This is Kevin's wrong. What? Really? For the record. Yay! For the record. Gatso Maserato isn't related to Lily from Princess Diaries. What year were you born? Why does it start at one? Show this to the people, Kevin. What year were you born? It starts at one. Kevin is counting up. It's got to be how old you are, right? Put in one. Just hit enter. Hit enter. What year were you born? What? 180 years ago. Like, we fucking found you, immortal. You fucking <laughs> idiot. That's Fans hilarious. of Netflix original series have noticed something similar for you. Is it not related? Oh, this is upsetting. Yeah. Whose last name has been caused some major confusion so scroll down. among yeah. ST fans. Uh, let's see. According to 35 We are not related. Heather. He is not my son, though he is adorable and such a good actor. Jesus, you freaked me out there, Kevin. That's a fucking really unique last name. Mataraz. They also kind of look alike. They got similar eyes. Yeah, dude. Yeah, they're white Matarazzo. people. I would have bought it. I, Matarazzo. Man, they look alike. I feel like this is fake. Kevin, your next thing is I want you to get Gaten Matarazzo on this show. All Thank right, you. So just so we know, this is a news story from j-14.com. Reputable. I <laughs> and I want you to know, j-14, don't click away when I'm reading I it. I only trust j-17. J-14's header goes j-14, <laughs> Selena Gomez, One Direction, Justin Bieber, Disney, Disney Channel. Channel. Saying, also, it just says YouTube videos above it. <laughs> I don't trust Click on that link. Click on YouTube videos. Stop clicking off this. This is your, this is your shame, God, he Kevin. He went as far away from it as he could. Let's see, what is We're it? Going it just goes to their YouTube channel. Like J14 has 66,000 subs. Of course they're legitimate. Look how legitimate this banner is. 
It Kevin looks like someone put it together. Holy with shit, spray it's paint. Baby Ariel. I, I don't follow know who her on any Instagram. Of those people are. All right, we should be careful. She was the face of Musically. Then click off it. Oh. Right, cool. I'm just saying, like, copyright strikes. I don't want this little video causing us to have. It's fair. Mr. Buckets fucked Mr. us Buckets once. They're not going to get us again. They're not going to get us again. Logan Paul. God, I freaked out for a second. Wow. Can you stop? This isn't funny don't anymore. Don't do this to me. Don't Joey. do this to me. Joey. Jesus, Joey. Joey, come on, man. Joey happened. That's what That happened earlier. What do you want me to look up? You said there was another thing. So this moment's thing. gone. Don't worry it's about it. Twenty-six-year-olds yeah, actor. Right yeah, I, it was a joke. I don't think I don't really need uh, to. I don't really know anybody's thing. You know what I mean? We'll just start the usual ones: Cam, Cameron Cuff, Steve Harvey, and uh, Anthony Ingruber. <laughs> Steve Harvey, definitely a. Oh, Shia LaBeouf. Oh, yeah, Anton Yelkin. He's dead. Yeah. Andrew Garfield. Nicholas Hout. He's not twenty-six. He uh, wasn't. Anton Yelkin? Was 30. Not. Oh, it's Aaron Taylor, Taylor Johnson under 30. Not, okay, under okay. 30. Under 30. Guys, read what it says up there. I'm sorry. I didn't. You I did the best you could, Kevin. It's fine. I don't think Anton Yelkin was 30 when he died, though. I think he was. Nicholas Holt's so good, and it sucks Who's we dead? can't use him again. Nicholas Holt actually Beast. would be an amazing professor. Beast actually. isn't dead. No, Anton no, Yelkin. Anton Yelkin from Star Trek. Yelkin. Oh, yeah. That was super yeah, that was You and Jen should watch Thoroughbreds. Not the best movie. Explain. Give me a picture of it. It's the movie with. Anya Taylor, Taylor Joy. John, John. She's pushing me Johnson. further and further She's away from me. She's a girl with the, such a good actress. The, very unique face with the white eyes. That um, she's she younger. In, uh, She's any, also in, she was in that movie Split. With, Split. And yeah, I watched she Split. She was the main girl in mm. Split. Oh, yeah. well, Back to the topic. I'm What's telling it you. about? I want her. Oh, she's going to be in New Mutants. Damn it. Yeah. See, they're wasting all the young ones in New Mutants. Yeah, they're wasting, uh, what's her name? Maisie, Maisie Williams. Yeah, Williams. But again, you need to bring out the people nobody knows. She was in The Witch. That's a bad Oh, I picture. watched The Witch. Right, uh, no, that doesn't take away. I haven't seen Morgan. You watch Thurl Thurl seen Morgan. Have you seen Thoroughbreds? What is Thoroughbreds about? It's about Thurl two kids that conspire up. to kill their dad, but like one of them is a sociopath, and it's weird. It's very the cool The ending looking. is phenomenal, in there my opinion. Really? Does it turn out the dad imagined really them both? It. That's yeah, how I'd write that's exactly it. What I, you nailed it. <laughs> you should watch it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just sitting in a room naked. I'm going to throw this out there. I know we've seen him before, but Nicholas Holt. Would make an amazing Professor X. It's too late. He's, too, he's be, too close. He's too that'd close. That'd be an interesting thing, though. If Beast became the professor. Well, I mean, again, I that's what you're trying to do with Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. What if we confusing. put Nicholas Holt and Kelsey Grammer in a movie? He's called Beast to Beast. You know what I mean? Beast to Beast. <laughs> the mango conspiracy. <laughs> 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 no, it's the mango. It's me. Protect the mango. Uh, All right. So, yeah, we're not going to cast this movie. Uh, yeah. As I predicted, as we don't have a solid vision. Right now, guys, I want you to know. That's Kevin, not the. We don't Kevin we do Feige have a solid watched, vision. He watched all this thinking he might hire us as consultants. Then we couldn't even come down with the fucking I'm movie. Sure is. You could name Feige one fucking 26 year old to be. And then I already came across. It needs to be younger, not 26. Because we need a franchise out of this. Look at the kid from uh, Love Simon. What's his name? <laughs> What is Jesus, Love Simon? You guys mom. have mentioned about 17 times that's like his this mom. is his actual mom. That seems a little bit more age appropriate for him. As this woman, maybe in her early four, to mid 40s. Kevin, did you, right. I asked you to reach out and get this kid in, into the studio. Did you do that yet? Which kid? Uh, Gaten Mazio. Mazarazzo. Yeah, I tweeted at him, but he's not, not responding. You didn't tweet at him. Yeah, see, the, the shitty thing is, like, I, I also really like the kid that's playing Cyclops right now. Me too. The guy from that, Ready Player One dude, is fucking great. The problem great is actor. the fucking cast of the of Apocalypse good. was good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just they weren't given good story or lines or anything. And and I don't know. Maybe I'm fucking wrong about that. But no, I think they, they all good. could be great. That that cast of kids was great. Great. Like I said, I said we started this off by me saying this. The girl that played Storm was amazing. So I don't know. I just and saw Sansa? her. Sansa. Sansa. I could buy it, man. Yeah, but we didn't like her in the. Well, you're, you're playing Apocalypse yeah. overall for that. 
Well, I mean, we still have hope for then for this Phoenix saga, no? Yes? No. Nothing like a movie that gets delayed four times and keeps getting on these reshoots, right? They should just cancel it. That's it. It's a depressing. It's depressing. Oh, There's no way to save in. the X Men. I thought you were about to oh, go. I am, I, am, I, am, I am about to do that. I am about to do that. I'm just, maybe we went the wrong way and we should have just done Fantastic Four because Fantastic Four is simple. They I were scientists and cosmic rays hit them, and there we go. We got a movie. I think it needs to be more. We got a fucking movie, everybody. They buy the old Tony Stark Tower. It's done. It's easy. It's over. We got it. I like Put Miles Teller back in. The Meredith Baxter. Yeah, but like that's. There's certain elements that I think are easy, but then, then no, there's a lot you. going on. It's like, but how do we make this make sense? We just space. constantly play family ties in the lobby. Fucking Captain Marvel fought somebody up there and fucking their space good. dust up there. really got me. It's easy. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes three best friends gather on this table. Each bringing a random topic discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where you can get each and every episode early. How early? You can stick around right now as we record it and watch us do the post show we enjoy so much. Of course, every Friday we put up an MP3 of the show early and a video of the show early. The video has the pre and post show for the Game Over Greggy Show. More content for your viewing pleasure. If you don't want to give us any money, though, no big deal. YouTube.com slash kind of funny and podcast services the following Friday. It's up. No pre or post show. Just whatever we did on the show. You know what I mean? Yep. Do you? Uh-huh. Thank okay. you. What are we going to talk about on the post show today? We're going to talk about Meredith Baxter. <laughs> Meredith Baxter Bernie. Another person. Kevin, have you started? I want you, Here's the thing, Kevin. I want you to know I appreciate. <laughs> hard sigh. Hard exhale from I Kevin. I want you to appreciate you, you tried hard on getting Sir Patrick Stewart in here. Didn't work out. Mm-hmm. I think the Stranger Thing kid and Meredith Baxter Bernie better chances. The Stranger Kid thing is blowing up right now. Uh, we're blowing up too. We're blowing up too. No, we're blowing up too. Our days have passed. Uh, tell him that you know the guy who did the voice of the Mizzou commercial. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Thanks for watching the Game Over Greggy Show, everybody. Click up here to subscribe to the channel. Click down here to support us on Patreon, where, yes, you can watch us record it live or get the pre- and post-show we do for each and every one of these shows if you need more podcasts. Podcast. Thanks, Nick. Click over here, subscribe to Kind of Funny Games, and click down there for the playlist of MCU in review. Nope, let's do Spider-Man in review. Cool, Greg, and keeping your toes. Somebody tweet me if he does any of this.